He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag. I cannot wait to change that after tomorrow. It's officially yeah. time to get some new highlights, everybody. So tired of seeing Matt Ryan. How's everybody doing? Hey, we have everybody for the first time in I don't know, a month, two At months. Least. Yeah. Um, even I'm back. Hey, me and Trev, guest stars tonight. Um, yeah, how's everybody doing, man? We're here, baby. We're back. Football's back. Let's get it. Game day tomorrow. Game day Finally. tomorrow, man. In a long, long minute. <laughs> Got this, got this Bama Texas game on on my phone right now. Yep, same it's same. quite an exciting time. Y'all know I got the Gators uh, whooping McNeese. I, that, I, man, see, this is that's why I can't be like college fan, college fan, like have a team. Because if, if I was a Florida fan today, I wouldn't even waste my time watching that game. <laughs> no, you would, uh, you would, you would, if you would have watched us play against Utah last yeah. week. You, you, need, you, you need a win, yeah. You need a win. That's you how I feel as a watch LSU somebody fan. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, isn't, isn't Utah ranked? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're but, a good team. But so they, just got, they, they just got they just got they just got spanked by unranked Baylor today. Yeah, but they no, won. They won, yeah, they won that game. They won. Walk off. Oh, well, even still, if even if we would we sh- if we would have played that team last week, we would have won. <laughs> it just you just want to win. Like should have could have. Who was it? Uh, um, Every given Saturday, uh, Ohio State played Youngtown State. <laughs> it was an absolute massacre. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia played. I don't even know who Georgia played, but it took them Ball to State, like the, the second. Card, yeah, Ball, Ball State, the second quarter. Then they finally take off, and it was a massacre. This is just that week where you beat up on somebody's little brother. Yeah, <laughs> that was supposed yeah. to be last week, but it looked like little brother beat up on big brother. Just don't do it. Yeah, that's SEC exactly where, like week eight. They randomly play like Division One AA Southeast Ohio <laughs> that no team's ever heard of. Yeah, like, it's like Bishop William, Sycamore out there. <laughs> William and William and Mary. All right. Yeah. Play I remember doctors I remember choo- and lawyers. I remember choosing them in like NCAA 05. <laughs> like I'm gonna be this team and see if I can make them national champs. It takes you 12 seasons just to get ranked yeah. 25th, and you went undefeated every year. Yeah. <laughs> so just I had a dynasty up. back in my PS2 days. I had a U a UTEP dynasty where like it took me 23 years <laughs> to have before I won a national title. And yeah. I was all like, "Man, this you is were committed. You just what, like, you like University of Connecticut or something? Like, I mean, it was literally like I only recruited like two stars just to make it hard. University so of like, Hawaii, right, two stars only, and like, I, th- I, I think University of Hawaii would only take a few seasons if you did it in NCAA video game. To be really honest, yeah, oh, we're man. all the way back, boys. Freaking week one starts tomorrow. Well, it's already started actually, but for us, starts tomorrow." Hey, let's go ahead, Gina, who is mighty me? Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's let's go ahead and talk about that. How did we all pick the Chiefs and then they lose, man? <sighs> Ugly game for them. Yeah. Ugly game. Kadarius Tony might have had one of the worst games as a skill position player in a in, in a while, dude. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the lowest ranking grade since like 2014 or something like that. Yeah, that's rough. Made for some reason, dude, dude was trying to catch balls thrown behind him with his arms over his shoulders. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, turn around and put your hands in front of the ball. 
Did it's like if you good. turned on the film and watched Kel- Travis Kelsey make that catch nine million times, you would always see him going just like this to catch that pass. Like I've seen it so many times, and it was just like, like we're catching like yeah. we're in middle school. Yeah, yeah. he turned like this backwards. Like, like looked like me when I was like five. Yeah, and it's like you know you're having a rough day when a, the ball is hitting your hands right here, and it ends up a just, pick six. Yeah, and then no, you you know you guys are just having it rough at that point. And there to was a, a guy. There was, there was a guy who played for uh, who was it today? I think it was Utah today who. Uh, Missed a pick that touched him in the hands like that. Literally dropped it. It was like the slowest throw to the outside, too, bro. It was like a five-yard out, and that ball took 10 years to get there. <laughs> this boy had jumped the route and dropped it. I was like, oh, my, you idiot. <laughs> you just tucked like that, that in, dude. Yeah. It's like huh? that Ephus pitch in baseball. It's just <laughs> that hanging through. You see it. You get excited. <laughs> it's there. You get and juiced. You see, and you swing you too early. You name in the lights, and you miss. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> brutal absolutely brutal facts the facts that's funny so yeah so yeah that was a thursday night personally i need florida to whoop up on somebody you know get a w uh there was some other pretty good games today miami and texas a&m was a pretty decent game yeah uh, miami went off on texas a&m they just miami looked like uh they look like they're getting back to those prideful ways they look tough they looked tough. They they were playing hard. They were their defense was coming to hit people in the mouth, and uh, they looked like they gave Jimbo's team all he could handle. Shout out to uh, Coach Prime's Colorado Buffs now two and zero on the year. Absolutely, all the haters. One of the most are entertaining teams. Next, all the haters Next. are absolutely pissed off. Hey, I, I'll tell you what though, those guys are fun to watch, man. I'm not a Colorado fan by any means, but Travis Hunter's a freak. Shador Sanders looks like a freak. That's that's a fun team to watch. Who would they play today again? Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. Sorry, pops. <laughs> Matt rules Nebraska. Yeah. Not not quite all the way back. Yeah. 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 Everybody was screaming, bench their quarterback, and then they had a. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much all they had, and then they had Brock Purdy's little brother come in there, and he did not look any better. So. Um, out there looking like a Kadarius Tony played quarterback, man, just dropping it everywhere. Yeah. Not everybody can be Brock Purdy. You know, not everybody can be Brock Purdy. I just oh, want to know it. why his mom and dad is Chuba his real name, or is that a nickname that he goes by? Who? Brock Purdy's brother. His his name oh, is wow. Chuba. About his brother. Chuba is that, Purdy. Is that a thing? Dude, maybe he, he was named after his dad. <laughs> he had to play football. He can't do shit else with a name like that. I mean, Oklahoma's got arguably the best quarterback name in the country, General Booty. General Booty. But, <laughs> I want to play for that guy. But Chuba might be up there, man. Yeah, might be up there with one of the best names in college football. Oh, my God. You guys are fucking hilarious. Hey, so let's get – we go, What's Chad. Hey, 20, 27 more. Crazy, yeah, sorry, we you know what? You know what? And we also over. I want to say eleven hundred. We're kicking with the crew on Twitter. So Hell I'm yeah. pretty Facebook. sure on Facebook. I'm pretty sure kicking with the crew has like fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred followers. Yep, we're up Ooh. there. I'm actually think we're closer to two K if I remember correctly. And not everyone is in the group. Like a lot of them. Get them. Like that's wild. I don't yeah. know. Like and here's the thing, we've had our group for three years, four, four years, years? Yeah. four, four, going years on four, 
four going seasons. On four, going on four seasons, and we're not, we haven't even hit 1K yet, man. Hey, we're getting there, baby. Oh, we're at 993, not 973. The rise Answer the questions. I'm sorry. That's all me. <laughs> if they're not, if they don't answer the questions, I don't put them in because I don't trust them because people are are fake. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. They, I'm not trying to get like a 13th. You ever been in one of those cult groups that have like 13,000 fans, dude, or you know, yeah. members? It's ridiculous. Are, and all of them, the ones all that they I do is cry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Why is it Gardner? Yeah, share this. Share this. But our for the shoe like group, like we're good at the we're yeah. good at the low numbers, you know. <laughs> like, low numbers, but like good interaction. We've had right. quite a uh, splurge the, the last few weeks. A lot because it's about to be football season. Football season kicking off It's normally the time of year most yeah. people start joining. They know where the uh, and then the they real get knowledge is at. And then about about seventy five percent of the ones that join in preseason get kicked out by week ten. <laughs> For bitching, yeah, yeah. We don't for play real. those games. We don't play those games in Fort Jesus. We will. You you start attacking people, you're getting kicked out real quick. About every year, we get about twenty five people. We're like, this guy <laughs> can go, she can go, he can go, yeah, they yeah. can go, get gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> keeping it positive over here, baby. Yeah, because people because people get people get crazy. Like we don't mind the debates and and the, the talking, you know. But like last year, bro, we had some bad. Yeah. altercations in our group man you guys want to fight over shit it's like i know it's a bad you know, year yeah. and, and, and look exactly and looking back on it not not the best year i'm sure there's some emotions and tempers flared but looking back on it now it is kind of funny bro yeah <laughs> dude at the same time that i'm and i'm messaging people that were causing issues i was i was laughing at what they were saying to each other like it's y'all, funny. Y'all but, are creative, bro. But read the, y'all are funny, but read the goddamn rules. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember about like, like week four or five, they're like, Brissette would have been the best option for us at this point. They were, they were turning it back to like 2018, 2019. Yeah. And I'm like, like we're, we're a little past that, bro. I think oh, any man. of us would take anybody but Matt Ryan right now, yeah. boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out JJ Dawson, man. We're excited for the game tomorrow, bro. Hopefully we can take down these Jags, man. Shut bro, them up I, a little bit. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. By this time last year, I was already calling for Frank to be fired. <laughs> I mean, you, you had been for like three <laughs> years, dude. Like, I, was I don't know if Ballard. anyone hated I Frank on the Hey, Frank guess what? The the Panthers fans aren't far, far behind that already. No, I know. Already. <laughs> I know. That's rough. That's rough. Because hey, so I, I haven't been on social media, I've read a lot of ESPN, and trust me, Panthers are not happy right now. They just don't oh, like the play calling, man. Like that's their biggest. They ain't even seen it yet. And that's, that's what, what I, I said. told them. That's what I told them. I said, like, it. guys, it's not even good yet. Wait yeah, until like he wait, wait until he just stops doing what he's been doing successful at all day. No, no, wait you until know. wait until you have a really good quarter, and you're like, oh yeah, keep feeding this guy, and then for the he's next three quarters, you don't see the guy touch the uh. ball. Or you oh, have yeah. a really, or you have a really good week in practice and still lose. Like, no, my favorite, my favorite every day. My favorite is when the scheme was working, like the passing, the the running, everything was working, and then somehow in the second quarter, it just doesn't work anymore. Like, <laughs> what happened? What happened between starts the calling now? different plays? I'm like, just, bro, what are you doing? Like, just wait are... until the defense adjusts and then do nothing. Like, Nick, okay. Nick Watson, we ain't going to bring up old memories, man. Last year was a, a little bit of everybody. It was everybody. Our O-line <laughs> yeah. certainly did yeah. stink. It, it wasn't all Matt Ryan's better. fault, but uh, he didn't benefit his situation by any means. It didn't help uh, when you get sacked and I you mean, fumble it 90% yeah. of the time. So It was, it was rough all show. around, brother. 
You throw a left-handed interceptions, Carson. <laughs> I mean, come on. My my favorite play of all that season. For real, Nick. Do y'all remember uh, against Dallas whenever uh, Alec Pierce got wide open down the field and Matt Ryan gave it every bit of arm he had left and that ball went 28 <laughs> yards. Yeah, I remember that. Eight yards. You hit That's the face palm had, emoji man. in the group. <laughs> That's all he had left, bro. I, I literally asked anybody, did y'all just see that? They're like, what? And I'm like, that ball went 28 yards and he L-weighed it. Like, <laughs> yeah, full body, everything he had, shot putting it, and it's going nowhere. It's time to hit that broadcast stage, man. Yeah. Hey, he's not mad. He's still getting $17 million from Indy this year. Yep. His yeah. agent's a go. Yeah, he, go, he ain't worried man. about nothing, man. He's going to go chill with that headset on and make our money. Good for it, bro. I mean, what can you say? We fucked up. Hey, all right. So, Chad said it. Can we revisit our week one predictions? I don't know about revisit, but we're going to go ahead and do locks. So, we talked about the segment yeah. being uh, each person picks we'll one team. I don't know what he's talking about. But um, we said we were going to do – one team lock for every person. So who you got, DeMarco? Who's your lock for tomorrow? Who's the definite win? Definite win. Oh, Let me uh, check this out real quick. Cause I... Dang, man, I told y'all like four days ago. Unprepared. All right. We've been watching football. since then, man. <laughs> man. This one should be easy, in my opinion. This week is the easiest one to have a lock. I had KC as a lock, and they got whipped. So (laughs) not that one. Not that one. That one was not the easiest. So for me, for me, that was not a lock. No, there there is Uh, one lock. If you look at the schedules, it's literally the easiest lock that could be. Oh, we should probably go with the funniest lock. It should be Frank Wright losing on week one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably a safe bet. That's a that's a pretty gimme right there. But uh, no, my lock, uh, my lock for week one. It's probably going to be uh, it's going to be the uh, Houston Texans losing to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, yeah, a lot for Week One. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a gimme right there. That um, is my lock. My lock for Week One is the Commanders beat the Cardinals. I'm with you on that one. That was that's, mine. I'm sticking with that one. Yep. Mine's uh, mine's Vikings beating the Buccaneers, who I think are going to be the second worst team in football this year. Yeah, I, I actually agree, man. I don't, I don't have any faith in the Buccaneers whatsoever, dude. Like, people have been talking about the Cardinals and us and, like, other, you know, bad teams, but the Bucks are right down there with us, man. They, I don't see anything good for them. Uh, Christina was asking, is she the only one that picked the Lions? No, you were just the only one a part of this show that uh, did not pick the Lions. Yeah. So uh, I have another. You know, a lot of people picked the Lions, but we did not. Uh, we thought Kansas City would do what Kansas City does, and obviously the receiving core let us down. I have Dude, another I, lock. Hey Damon, you had you had who? Bucks? I had Vikings over Bucks. Bucks. Bucks losing. Vikings. Bucks losing. Vikings. Yep. Vikings over beating Bucks. Bucks. And then Trev. Yeah, my week one lock might be a surprise, but I got the Seahawks. Steve, I ain't gonna say steamrolling, but handily beating the Rams. I don't think they have anybody that can cover that wide receiver court. I saw somebody I make a prediction and they actually picked the Rams to win that game. And I, just I, don't, don't, I don't see it at all, bro. Especially without Cup. I, I, I don't see anything. How? I did. How I did, I don't, I don't know. I, don't I know. I'm come, pretty come, sure it was me. I'm pretty sure I got the Rams beating Seattle. Come tomorrow, I, they get rolled, man. I, I, I'll, I'll eat it, but I just don't I see may, it. Bro. I, I think DK go. goes off. Tyler Lockett goes off. I, I think they have, they have to a go big look. day. I'm gonna look because I'm pretty sure when I did my predictions, that was um, one game that I looked at twice. 
And I was like, mm. Rams are another team too. They're one of the youngest teams next to us. And I feel like they don't have anybody aside from their handful of stars who are all like ancient in football years. Hey, is it is our pickums on ESPN? Yeah. Yeah. Just to be different, because I don't like doing the same team as Matt, uh, Cardinals and Commanders, I think it's guaranteed bona fide going to happen that the Jets beat the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. Ooh, that is spicy. Guaranteeing that? I don't, I don't have a guarantee there at all. I have a good game there. I don't have a guarantee of anything. I think – Yeah, I don't think that's a two, lock anywhere. Two reasons why it's a lock. One reason, NFL is scripted. <laughs> Second reason being Aaron Rodgers is hungry, and I think that he's going to go out and prove something. If the NFL yeah. if the NFL is scripted, Kadarius Tony is ready to commit suicide like two weeks. I'm the ago. one who picked the Rams, just so y'all know. I am the one who picked the Rams. That's fair. That's fair. So we can't we can't see it. You're not supposed to tell it because somebody can copy your pick. So that's why it's it's. Why does that matter? I mean, if y'all want to pick it, I don't pick it. I don't care. No, because there's some me. people. There's some people that predict like 100 percent correctly. So if other people can see it, you're just I'm over for one. All right. So if y'all want to pick me, pick with me, then pick with me. Yeah, we'll go down together. Uh, real quick here, Nick says, "Do you feel Travis Kelsey uh, being out really hurt? KC is definitely oh, absolutely. They lost by one shooting. point." Actually, I personally, I think it hurt. I him. personally, I personally don't think it hurt him. It was the drops that hurt him. So it's like, yeah, yeah, but I mean, with you, the Travis you Kelsey, at, you're gonna have less of those drops, and that one point difference. I mean, could have been Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey had those drops when they played the Colts last year, and we ended up beating him. While Travis I mean, Kelsey, valid, had, valid, but I'm saying a couple of those drops. So I'm but, just saying, like, if if receivers, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. It wasn't like they were locked up in coverage. These were wide open drops. Yeah, these these are just. These are just miscues by their offense. Like, I don't think if any offense, was, if it was a different offense, are you thinking, hey, because they didn't have this player, you'd be thinking, no, your dudes just need to catch the fucking ball. Yeah, bro. but if, you, if you're thinking of a guy like Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the NFL, I'm thinking he's a one-point difference in a game. Yeah, and it's easy. It's easy to and, and that's we can, saying, like not even in literal terms, just him opening up the field for other opportunities for other players. Well, okay, now at that now at that point, no, because like Demarco said, those guys, guys were open. Like, open <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying like, like regardless like, of that, it's still opening I'm, up the field. I'm thinking about the difference of like what Matt is saying here. Like, if you put Travis Kelsey in those position where those three drops were, those were three key drops that literally pretty much changed the game. If that's Travis Kelsey. You obviously don't get three of them. Yeah, and I'm so not betting I'm that gonna he get that, three. But I'm just like, at the same time, I'm thinking, when you're paying guys millions of dollars, I don't I expect your, 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 your right. best no. receiver. Like, he's supposed to be their best receiver, not not tight end, not overall pass catcher. But this is your best receiver <clears> dropping <throat> the passes like that, and he obviously missed a lot of summer. But it's like, you expect a guy to make those catches. Yeah. Like, that's just like, like I, I it's like, I think without the pick six, Casey wins that game, so it's like as bad as they looked. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even without Chelsea, uh, Kelsey, I don't think it totally hurt them. I just think you know, yeah, I, I think you just gave Detroit the window. I think that's what it was. I would say no in the sense of like they should have won regardless, and they just completely kept shooting themselves in the foot. But yeah, I mean, if Kelsey's out there, he's going to do Kelsey things. They they probably freaking pull it off, but they they should have won regardless. Like no asterisk that bullshit that Mike Tarico is saying. They should have won. And they played themselves. So congrats People to the giving him like so much win. slander for saying yeah. that. Oh yeah, God. I mean, that's that's a bullshit comment, man. Like, there's going to be players missing every week. You can't start saying wins don't count or you need asterisks and shit. Like, at the end of the day, lines are 1-0. <laughs> so that's what it is. At the end of the day, the Chiefs are probably going to go 13-3. and three, the Yeah. Rest of the like, way out. 
It'll buff. <laughs> It'll buff out for them. They'll, they'll still make the playoffs. They'll probably still win their division. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Nick Watson, I want to know why everybody thinks the Jets are going to be so amazing this year. It's the names. The names on I the just, jerseys. I just, I just, I just, I just want to know. I mean, I get it. They got a really good defense, and I really like Quentin <laughs> Williams. But at the same time, man, stop. Aaron Rodgers looks like a damn zombie, for one. And, like, why? Because he threw a touchdown pass in his preseason game? So my thing on them is, like, I, I think they'll be good. I think amazing yeah. is a jump. Uh, the, the biggest thing is, like, even if Rodgers is just, like, average, like, or way, or below average even, anything he does is going to be an improvement from what they had at QB last year. So yes. ideally, they should be back because they are just but- outside the playoffs last year. So they should be in that realm, but I mean they're still they're still third best in their division. Yeah, I, I think I agree too. Mm, sounds like Nick is a Rogers fan. How is um, how is so, Rogers a leader? I mean, the dude, all he does is nitpick and complain about yeah, his receivers and teammates. He, like he's not a leader at all. That's 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 one thing I'm about to agree with you. I'm about to agree with you there, Matt. I mean, that guy's been proven to be locker room cancer. You know, yeah, he's the total opposite of a leader. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so my thing was I, I honestly thought the Jets were just going to be like kind of floating the waters, like just like Green Bay last year. Uh, they make the playoffs because their defense, I think their defense is better than what their defense Bay is had. good. But Matt has said it before that they pretty much have the same offense as what Rodgers had in Green Bay, although they did go 13 and 13 and four a couple years in a row. This is not the NFC, so you yeah. won't have 13 wins. Um, so I thought the Jets might go like 10 and seven, losing the first that's, round. Yeah, that's right. From what I saw in the preseason, though. From what I saw in the preseason, I think this offense will be above average, I which is too. what they'll need. Um, and so instead of a first-round exit, I got them as a second-round exit. One more week. But hold on. But hold on. Now, if you, if, you really, if you really look at it, right, you like, yeah, him. their offense is above average. I never said they weren't. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers, they're a lot better than they are with Zach Wilson. Agree sure. to that. Um, but being just above average – does not make you an above average team in the AFC. Yeah. You're competing in a in a tough. in a conference where there are teams that are just below great. And you have probably at least one of them in your division that you're gonna have to face twice a year. We're gonna see, we're gonna see one really good quarterback not make the playoffs. So we really and, that is fact. <laughs> one, one, one really my good quarterback bet, is not going to make the my bet is Baltimore. Josh Allen. Well, I got Baltimore making. I mean, I could see Josh Allen too. I could see either Baltimore or Buffalo. I honestly think I think Buffalo is going to fall way off. I said it all year. I don't see that. They're 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 due for a new new coach. I think that they reached their their potential with the head coach, dude. And they don't have a defensive coordinator. Hate McDermott. Bills fans, dude. They do not like McDermott at all. (laughs) Why? Because they win every year and they want to go back to what they're used to. Well, well, I don't. He's a good coach, man. Yeah. That's I just look at it like what like kind Rivera. of lucky play. It's like, oh my god, like Ron Rivera. Yeah, you I mean, see that Bama touchdown, dude. That quarterback he plays awful. his course. So yeah, like, I, that's where I think the Bills. The Bills have maxed out their their potential with this roster. More specifically, the coaching staff. I think I a new voice is needed. That's literally what I think the reason why they take a step back. You have McDermott, who's going to be defensive coordinator. And head coach, that's a lot. But let me just how you let me how just offensively, though. And offensively, they they lost Dayball. 
whoever's sure. Ken Dorsey, my guy from the U, he's not nearly as good as Dayball is as an offensive coordinator. And the offense and Allen struggled last year. Struggled, they but were, they were still a top team. You know what I'm saying? For like they, sure. they, but they the were defense, worse. They took the, the defense back, was like still said. good. I think the defense is a year older good. and won't be as good. That's why I, I think know, they man. take a step so, back. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying Baltimore misses the playoffs. And the reason I'm saying it, it's not because of Lamar. Because that team around Lamar is not that good. Health they're okay. Gross. They're they're okay. They're overhyping an OBJ that was overhyping Cleveland, too. Um, he has a sprained ankle, too. Right. But <laughs> it's not even just because of Baltimore. But you still have Cincinnati. And I still believe in Mike Tomlin. And I think Pittsburgh takes a step forward. I agree with that. I, I think Pittsburgh would be better this year. Yeah, I don't I think love. Baltimore goes. I don't think Baltimore declines at all. I just don't think three I think teams the make it out tougher. of the AFC North. Sure, right yeah. there with you. My name. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think the Bills take a step back. I think it's. I think they'll just kind of keep doing what they're doing. I think it'll almost be at that point of when we were like exactly having our really having our, have have our really good years with Peyton Manning and the Colts and never went shit over from coach. And then yeah. we go on to but they're in it every year. And so I, I don't think they take a step back. I think they just get stagnant as far as just coasting along through the regular season and having troubles through the playoffs. Now, and so now, now here's I here's here's a good question then. Do we think Josh Allen has already peaked? I do not. No. I think, no. I think no. he has so much more because just imagine what Josh Allen can do when he gets if he gets his interceptions down and then he also stays healthy. I think that's something that that has to be said about them. And then think about what they went through last year. That took a lot out of them, and they still were there. Obviously, you don't like to, you know, be like yeah. a Super Bowl favorite and then get your butt kicked by the Bengals. But I think when you I think come I, back from that, I, I personally don't like McDermott taking over the the defense and having head coaching duties after what they went through last season. I think that was something that they should have worked out better. Um, but I just I don't see them really falling off. Uh, my sleeper team taking over the league this year was Detroit. Um, I like Dan Campbell. Um, if I have to pick a team in the AFC, picking the Jaguars because I think they 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 can ascend to that Kansas City type level. Good. I'm almost ready to log off. Their offense is kind of like offensively so, they are KC man. Like, yeah, they're that well, no, good. no. In my opinion, their their offense is built better than KC. Oh, the only the biggest difference is Patrick Mahomes is in KC, but they right. have better. Well, they all Colts fans know this is making me nauseous. <laughs> they have better skill. I'm just trying to be players. honest, man. Yeah, Look, they I, got better... I'll give them props after they beat us tomorrow. All right? The only, the only, the only concerns that you should really have about them offensively is their tackles are different than they were last year. So, I just want to see how that affects their passing game because against us. Trevor Lawrence picked us apart both games, even if we won the second one. So I just want to see how much pressure we can get. It, really, to me, the game tomorrow comes down to the edges and what our guys can do on the edges and getting pressure on Trevor Lawrence. If we don't get pressure on Trevor Lawrence, we're done. We're losing that game. Yeah, he, he just sits there and picks you apart, man. He'll take whoever's open. He's, he's not always looking for that big shot downfield. He'll just take the easy ones. And before you know it, he's 22 or 26 for – 250 yards and it's like yeah he had he went 20 he went 22 for 26 had four sacks and we still see my name gus not uh he he, i mean i'm I'm just he had over 110 qbr in both games so 
I, I, he lost one of them, so I don't give a damn. I, I will not believe – you will not catch me believing in the Jaguars until they do exactly what I said they were going to do. I said they were going to go 9-8 and eight again, and they were going to be the same goddamn team. I don't believe in them. Calvin really ain't played football in almost two years. Uh, he even runs backwards a lot of the time when he catches the ball. You can go watch his Atlanta highlights. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not fearful – of anything about this team. And like Matt said, they got two new tackles. We've already gotten plenty of pressure on this team. They can beat us if they want to. I still got them going nine and eight. So until they show me that they're going to be a 10, 11, 12 plus win team for multiple years, I'm not jumping on no goddamn bandwagon over there. Like, uh, it's, no. just, it's just insane to me. Like, oh, even, I wasn't, I wasn't agreeing. Uh, I wasn't agreeing with them being a sleeper at all. Uh, oh, I think they're a sleeper just because I think they're disrespected defensively and offensively. Man, I don't even see how you can say they're a sleeper. They get talked about on media every day. Yeah. People got them predicted to go get 14 wins and make the AFC championship. That is that not a sleeper. NFL, NFL Network division. That's NFL Network. I, I think they're a sleeper. NFL Network like, said that they are the team that has to worry the least in the NFL. I mean, exactly. yeah, but that's that's just because the division is, sucks. Yeah. Division the division is, it's, it's the same as trash. the Saints. It's the but same as play, the Saints, but we're not saying the Saints are going 14 tough, and 3. Right. If they okay. end up playing a team like Kansas City tough, people are going to be like, damn, Jacksonville's a sleeper. That's why okay, I picked them to be also, a sleeper. They also played the Tennessee Titans tough when they were on their Absolutely. third string quarterback and had 70 players injured. I don't believe Absolutely. in that. I don't think that team. I hate That's the hype fine. on the Jaguars. I and, they, and, they, and they lost and they lost to Matt Ryan. Just saying. Exactly, bro. I mean, so I, I, my sleepers, I'm gonna just tell you my sleepers because I'm sweating to get hot over here. Oh, yeah. Everyone's gonna tell everyone's gonna say they're sleepers. So go I ahead just and say don't believe sleepers. in the Jaguars, but my sleepers are going to be the Cleveland Browns and the New Orleans Saints. Those are Dude, my, my two, two sleepers. sleepers. Those are my two. Those are my, Those are my two, sleepers two sleepers for the NFC and the AFC. Uh, I think the the Saints uh, have a pretty good team as long as Derek Carr doesn't do some of the dumb stuff that he did in uh, Vegas. Other than that, I think their defense is solid. The yeah. O-line has a little bit of questions. They just paid a guard, so I think Derek Carr should be protected up the middle. Um, they got plenty of weapons over there, especially if Slant Boy can get back to his game, Michael Thomas over there. Um, shout out to him. I drafted him late in my fantasy because I saw him there like the 10th round, so I was like, so oh, many slants, baby. Um, Alvin Kamara will be coming back. They look pretty good in the preseason. I'm not a big fan of their head coach, but I think they'll be solid over Same. there. Their division is not too strong. And the AFC side, the Cleveland Browns, um, this is all going to depend upon their defense and Deshaun Watson. I think everything else they got there is money. Um, Deshaun Watson just has to, you know, play like a mid-tier quarterback. And then they added Zedaria Smith to go along with that mm -hmm. boy. Um, over there to rush the passer, Miles Garrett. And uh, I think they could be a sleeper as well. So those are my sleepers. Damon, go ahead. No, I got the exact same two teams. I mean, the, the Saints are playing in the worst of it. If they say the AFC South is the worst division of football. I think the, the NFC, NFC South, South might be worse. is the absolute worst division of football. I also have the Browns because, I mean, let's be real. I think they have a great roster. But here's the thing about the Browns. It's crazy to think about. If Deshaun Watson plays below average, we are now two going into three years of this guy playing below average with one of the league's largest contracts yeah. in a backup that looks serviceable is the word I'm going to use. DTR? Dorian Thompson looks real good. Yeah, yeah. Serviceable. I'm, I'm going to use serviceable. Man. It's preseason. Yeah, so I'm going to say serviceable. It's I'm the preseason. Say... It's the preseason. Exactly. Damon, used the, Damon used the right word. Let's relax. Serviceable. But think about that, right? Like, And I don't want to get into this because we're a cult show, but I mean, think about 
them going into a possible year three of a $260 million contract yeah. with a quarterback playing below average and a solid backup behind them. You that's guys the most clear thing shit. in the world. Out they talked about, that, yeah. they talked that, they talked about that big time on like some like uh, ESPN saying, "Hey, we're we paid this. Uh, what was it? Somebody said, should he be a top tier quarterback? And somebody was saying, uh, no, it's going to take him a little bit of time. And it's like, well, we didn't pay you two hundred sixty yeah. million yeah. to take, to a, take a little bit of time. A hundred percent, bro. So it's time to shut yeah. up or get the fuck out. But I think uh, the yeah. Saints have it. I think the Saints have a lot of potential, bro, on offense especially. Oh man, it should be it should be an interesting team, especially because they can just roll that fucking division. Uh, mine might be a surprise, but I'm gonna go with the uh, the Washington Commanders. I actually like, like that it. defense a lot. Like I like it. their young team. Okay, and hold on, hold on. The, the one, you... well, hold on. The Real... one game we saw from Sam Howe, he looks sharp. So I think the big question mark is can Sam Howe consistently deliver for them? Because if so, they have the chance to be a really good team. I just want to ask uh, when because the sleeper question. When I said sleepers, I meant the Browns and Saints could sleep their way to the Super Bowl. When you say Commanders, playoffs, you, playoffs. playoffs. I, okay. I don't see them a Super Bowl team. No, no. Yeah, this is just a team that's like going to exceed yeah, he's, expectations. He's only asking about deliver. surprise the league this year, not yeah, yeah. like go to the Super Bowl, dominate. And then <laughs> you got. For the, uh, I mean, I think it would surprise the league for the Saints or the Browns, but I think they can actually get yeah, all the way. Yeah, you, you can why, see a path. That's why I them. wanted to clarify because mine was different than how Trey. My, my only argument with the Saints making the Super Bowl is who their quarterback is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, exactly. it'd be on, it'd be on yeah. the defense to carry, and then right, he's yeah. just got to so, not fuck it up. Uh, and so then for, I, for the I, AFC too, real hey, quick. Let Trev finish his. <laughs> yeah, for the AFC, we, we brought up the Steelers, but fucking, I, I, I have them as a sleeper as well, man. I think they take a big leap forward. I think George Pickens is about to be a superstar. So, and it, but again, like the question mark is the young quarterback, right? Like if he can consistently deliver, which he started to really progress over the last year. So, I don't know. I, I like the Steelers. I think that's a competitive division. Well, I don't like them, but I like them being a sleeper team here. So that's my. Mine also named the captain. Mine are Seahawks. Oh, that's another Gino. The crazy thing is, is I picked against them for week one. I know I picked against them for week, week one, one, but they're but they're, but they're still my sleeper team. I love Geno Smith. I the guy is. I think he found his home in Seattle. Yeah. Um, and mine is also the Steelers. In every league, dude. And and they quietly have what might be the best wide receiver core. It might maybe receiving yeah. core overall in the league, dude. You talk about DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson uh, Smith, Jigba. And then uh, Noah Fant, like that's that's a tough receiving core, bro. Yeah, and then and then Steelers, man. I got Steelers. It's Mike Tomlin. I can never bet against Mike Tomlin. Dude nope, still has to have a losing season. And then Kenny Pickett, man. He he's making that dude move forward. Yeah. What the last two seasons? So, and I just think he's going to take another step. I don't see them making a Super Bowl run. No, no. Nope. But I do see them making a run for their division. Yeah, making it competitive. I, I have them as like a ten win yeah. team. Me too. Um, Me too. The crazy thing is, you I have the Steelers sleep every year, and Mike Tomlin still is going to have a winning record because yeah. people just sleep on them all the time. And now I didn't do an NFC sleeper team because you know I thought we were just doing one. But if we're doing NFC, I'm going NFC South, but I'm picking the Carolina Panthers. Oh God! Why? Why? That defense is mute, Zach. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Matt, I was literally about to tell you to mute that. That's hilarious. I was on, we were all on the same page. The we defense is loaded. I think, I think Zach, Zach just came in hot to make me leave tonight. Oh, hey, yeah, Zach took Zach a can and went. Just, just say you miss Frank Reich, bro. It's all okay, right. He you miss is Bryce Young not to mess it up. And I think they're a, le- they're, they're a, a legitimate so, playoff team. Do I think how? Have hard? you not watched no. their offensive line? Bro, yes. But at the same time. Bryce Young, I think, as long as he can do a little bit of Mahomesism, 
think they're okay because God, that that's a lot to elite. ask of a rookie. Though. Mahomes got destroyed in the Super Bowl when he didn't have an offensive line. I don't disagree with you, Demarco, but I think but that he still a made a Super Bowl. Right? They're a yeah, playoff but that was team. that was they after won't. the tackles got hurt. Carolina, won't I don't have to worry think about they could win it, dude. I, I don't think I, they can win it early. A, a but huge, I do think that defense is legit good enough to get them into the playoffs in a weak NFC, in a weak NFC South. The only competition they have to deal with is New Orleans. Well, the That's issue it. for them defensively, too, though, is this whole contract dispute around uh, they, Brian they have competition. Now. They have competition where they have to worry about Frank beating himself. I promise you, if I see the Jags and the Panthers in the Super Bowl because of Zach, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose it. I'm done. I'm done. These are just two teams that I'm like, hey man, they're they're projecting up, trending up. I don't even know if I would no. watch that Super Bowl, man. I would. <laughs> I would that's hey Zach, you're, hey the Colts are trending up, but you still think we're gonna be bad, man? Come on. I man. think we're gonna be terrible because of our yeah. offensive line. But and I want Marvin Harrison Jr. That's why I our think our offensive line is better than the Panthers. I, yeah, I, I don't. Offensive line, I think our offensive line is gonna be a lot better, man. Our uh, offensive line is better. I, I, I'm actually, and, we got, and we actually got a mobile quarterback to get out of the way if he needs to. Like I said, I want us to be trash. I want Harrison Jr. That's no, the only not, reason I have, that, going, well, I have us going I hope, four wins. I hope you just want that pick to be bad enough to for Frank to embarrass the entire organization and make a damn Super Bowl while we suck. Sure. I, I want to win, bro. Like, I, mean, I, I know we're is. rebuilding, I but I want to win, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to win. Hey, hey what's up, care. Brian? I'd prefer to Three win than get Marvin Harrison Jr. I, that that's exactly what I've been telling y'all the whole time. I would just hope Frank would just take or, or not Frank Chris Ballard take his nutsack and put it in a whale barrel and trade up for Marvin Harrison Jr. If we make the goddamn playoffs, that would we're be three my years. Advice. We're three years out, in my opinion, from truly competing. So my mindset is three years. Yeah, I think I this Cora. year, next year, bro, we we competed last year. No, 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 no. Like truly competing, like deep playoff. Bro, rounds. we lost. We lost seven games we by competed. one score. Yeah, seven games we're as far team. off as you. And the year before man. that, we were two like, two wins, one win out of a playoff. No, 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 no. Like deep playoff runs because we got a lot of guys who are on one year deals. So I think there's going to be a lot of turnover. So again, this year's a foundational year. Next guess year's what? a what? If Anthony Richardson wins Rookie of the Year, guess what? Next year the Colts are a dark a dark horse contender to win the Super Bowl. That's and what they're going to want. Players are going to want to come and play for us. No, I'm just saying though, like you, you got us like, like we the Cardinals, like we ain't got Bro, nothing, like we just about I to think lose every game. I think like, we're the I'm gonna make, worst team in the NFL. 100%. I'm gonna make a take. I'm gonna make a take right now because Damon just said if Anthony Richardson wins Rookie of the Year, you know we become dark horse. Damon just said want to come. Damon just said that people will want to come here. I I actually will call bullshit on that. I actually think nobody's gonna want to come here after the Jonathan Taylor situation. Right. No one's gonna want to deal with Chris Ballard. It does hurt. That so does in hurt. my opinion, I, I'm just saying this is a, this is a take. No one is going to want to deal with Chris Ballard. I don't. I dude, think I don't know though, win, winning solves everything. Man. He just no, no, no. But he, that, dude, that's he not, literally, he literally just paid Luke Rhodes and refuses to pay a running and back. Matt Gay. I, I know. Okay, so I, I'm. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, if just, in this hypothetical where we win and win and win, it's not gonna like they'll come. Because I don't think winning, winning fixes everything. everything because they can go it somewhere does, else and man. win. No, because they can go somewhere else and win. Well, uh, who was it? Uh, I want to say it was two different dudes. I know for sure it was Adam Thielen and one other guy who said they went to a team because they want to win to a Super Bowl. 
and well, Adam Thielen chose to go to the Panthers. So I think mean, I mean, people can Titans, say so. exactly. So, but I just got one thing, man. I'm just going to say this to refute your argument. If I'm a player out there, right, and I'm thinking I'm a free agent, I'm thinking, okay, do I want to deal with Ballard? I've seen one thing from him. When players perform, they get paid. I look at DeForest Buckner. Oh. I look at Shaq Leonard. I look at uh, 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 Quentin Nelson. I look at Bernard Ryman. Or not Bernard Ryman, my bad. Braden Smith. I on year two. Bernard, Zaire uh, Franklin. Braden Smith. Zaire Franklin. I look at the guys who have performed and I say, okay, look, if I want to mess with Chris Ballard, I know if I'm a performer, I'm going to go get paid. Yeah, yeah, but those other the, the, all those names you just said got zero media attention, even when they got paid, even when they performed. Now I'm, you're looking at guys. Injected. Now you're looking at guys that got media attention. Jonathan, that's what matters. I get it; the winning matters. But let's say we go ten and seven, and Anthony Richardson wins Rookie of the Year. I still doubt we bring in a lot of FAs because if you look historically. Chris Ballard doesn't pay names for FAs. So even if players want to come here, they're not going to want to deal with a guy who's not going to pay them free agent money. That's subject to change, though, bro. You have no, you have to perform for the Indianapolis Colts to get paid. That's what you just named. If you didn't play for us, if you didn't pay for play for us or perform for us, you're not getting paid. I mean, that's the same thing everybody thought until Stefan Gilmore signed with us. I mean, I think it would take a year. I think it would take a year. Go ahead, Damon. It's subject to change. Here's my thing. Do you think that Chris Ballard was going to come bring in, let's say, 40 to $50 million worth of free agents last year with Matt Ryan? Do you honestly think that? Uh, you honestly should. Do you honestly, you honestly probably would have won more than me. Let me finish. Do you think he would have honestly pursued 40 to $50 million worth of free agents with a quarterback that's 38 years old? You don't know what you're going to get out of them. You think you're going to get leadership, and you think your roster is good enough for, for the point that you just need a quarterback to succeed. And this is already yeah. your fourth here's, quarterback in four years. Exactly. But here's a, but here's He's not going to go spend that money. But, He's not going to go spend that. But here's the thing. That's not how Ballard's looking at it. You're being hopeful. Ballard has said thousands of times that he likes who we have. That's the reason he doesn't go into FAs. It didn't matter who we had at quarterback. Ballard I mean, did not, not want to go out and spend all that money because he personally believes that he can build it through the draft. If anybody wants Chris even... Ballard fired on this podcast first, it's me. I think I've made that very clear for the last <laughs> yeah. two seasons. He, he last which, which is which season. is proving which is proving that you're just being hopeful that Anthony Richardson, winning hopeful. rookie of the year, what I'm trying to say is, is going to change think, Chris Ballard. I, I think having a well, Damon is just saying if if Ballard has a reason, a real reason to spend the money, he thinks that he will. Because young Damon is da- Damon he had a reason. Said, like he had a reason it, after 2018, he had a reason with who and it was we had. But he did. Hold on, hold on. Andrew Luck retired two weeks before the season. That's way after free agency, and he didn't go sign <laughs> shit. That wasn't 2018 that though. I said after 2018, after yeah, Andrew but Luck. Why would you spend the, you spend after, the money if Jacoby Brissett is your quarterback and you don't know what you're going to get? Because Anthony, hold on, hold on, bro. Listen, you guys are lost. Andrew Luck retired two weeks before the season started. After the 2018 season. Yes. Yeah. At, two weeks before the season started. That's way after the free agency opened up. Who did we sign? We didn't no need one. anybody. Chris Ballard. We needed Andrew Luck. 
Chris Ballard didn't prep for that 2019 season by signing anyone. And yes, we did. We needed a whole lot. We went seven and nine. With no, Jacoby we didn't. Uh, listen, bro, I'm talking about before he knew Andrew Luck retired because he didn't know we, that whole offseason. You said we went seven and nine with Jacoby Brissett with the same people that you said that we didn't go spend any money on. He, But I'm just saying he had a reason is my point. If you had a guy like Andrew Luck, then you had a reason to give him top-tier talent in free agency. Why? Because he's in rehab? Oh, my God, dude. What are you talking about? No, you had bro. The guy. Andrew Luck was in rehab. Andrew Luck was in you rehab. You literally had your quarterback until he retired two weeks before the season. He no had one Andrew knew. Luck for a year. He and came, and Andrew Luck was hurt. Andrew bro. Luck played a year and then DeMarco. got hurt. That's Demarco. What, we're we're talking about if he was healthy. So bro, the year after Luck if retired, he's healthy, bro, if I'm Chris we, Ballard, I'm sitting oh in my God, office dude. thinking, okay, no. my quarterback's here, but he's hurt. Right. He comes back right. the next but season and he's here. Oh, he gets DeMarco, hurt in a skiing accident, even, and then even he retires. He, and I'm supposed DeMarco, to spin. And everyone planned for Andrew him. Luck. Everyone planned for Andrew Luck to play in 2019. Season. Right. Even when he had him, he didn't spend the money. So why is that he going to point. spend money now when he has Anthony Richardson? Because he so, had him for a year. He had yes, one healthy and year, he, and then and got he, hurt again. But you still, but you made the playoffs, right? You're talking about being hurt in a skiing situation when he was supposed to still play the next season. Okay, so when did he get so hurt? You're planning. That's not the point. The point is, you were still planning for dude to play in 2019 season. And you, and you didn't still do didn't anything any in March when free agency kicked off to give this to guy weapons. Him. Okay, let right. me ask y'all a question, bro. You're obsessed with this, this whole skiing situation. No, no, I'm not obsessed with anything. I'm talking about make it make sense. We won seven fucking games with Jacoby Brissett oh God, and whoever dude. else that y'all said that we should have added to the team. Bro, who please tell known? me. Please tell me the difference. Please tell me the difference between how many wins we get with Andrew Luck versus Jacoby Brissett. Please answer me that. Okay, difference. in 2018, it was games. three fucking games. It was three game difference. It was four. We went from 11 to seven. No, we went from 10 to seven. We went from 11 to seven. Andrew Luck won 11 games every year. No, we won 10 games in 2018. We went 10 and fucking six. We okay. lost three extra games. You know what the difference could have been if you would have given – you were going into the 2019 season with Andrew Luck, not with Jacoby Brissett. Not until two weeks before the season started. So if you win 10 games, you lose to a top-tier team like Kansas City in the playoffs like we did. Then you give that man weapons to beat a team like Kansas City. You don't just fucking sit there stagnant and be like, oh, we're, we're okay with 10 wins with the guys that we have. So you don't think we were uh, improve upon a ten win season? No, I got, I got there, boys. I got Geller out. Hey, man. I will see y'all. I mean, I just look at it like if we had a, a superstar quarterback in Andrew Luck, which we potentially have a superstar quarterback in AR. Ballard doesn't spend money, not because Ballard can't, but Ballard doesn't want to. Bro, so because I think. Ballard Ballard rather do this through the draft. I think the, Plus, the the interesting thing is going to be if that fucking 
if Shane Steichen, like how much of a say he has in this shit too? Because we've seen this from well, Frank where true. The, the whole time Frank was here, like he had the same belief of like, I trust the guys that are here. I believe in the guy. So like when those heads are together, like, yeah, obviously they're not going to go and spend shit. But now Frank's gone. Like if Shane's more aggressive and he goes to Chris, hey, I want to go after these guys. I want to go after this guy. Like who is Bowery to say no to the coach that he put his faith in? You know what I'm saying? So True. that's to and me, that's more interesting than who's valid. the quarterback. The and situation like, that I pay where like, that the situation change. is different because we know Ballard's back is against the wall. And I believe this year it is there has to be some signs of improvement regardless yeah. of record or Ballard yeah, is gone. Yeah, we, we have we to have, see the guys that he has faith we in. We have, perform. right. We have so much free agent. We have so much cap room available next year that if we get a new GM, we can go any which way the new GM wants. Right. So that I understand why Ballard didn't spend this year, why he's refusing to pay JT, why he hasn't paid Michael Pittman Jr. yet, why he only signed a kicker and a long snapper and a punter to to longer deals. I understand that. (coughs) But Ballard's typical history is he doesn't spend in free agency whatsoever on big name pieces well he, he's, he's all, very all, big all about like us. the bargain deals though right like he got he got gilmore on a pretty good deal he got yannick and Gagway on a pretty good deal like he's brought guys in he's gone right. after guys but he's not gonna right. go after those top dollar guys that he doesn't feel is worth he's not gonna go after the, the true difference at. makers in my opinion and i mean I, I would argue that those guys were difference makers those guys were definitely different gilly was 100 percent sure we just sucked yeah i mean but right. that was that wasn't on gilly at all but I, I mean you get what i'm saying right that's my think, only that's my only argument in this is even when Ballard had the means, even when we were mm-hmm. arguably top three in quarterback in the AFC, Ballard didn't spend. So sure. he's not going to now because he's he's just he's set in his ways. He doesn't want to. Now I, I think my issue or like what I fear is that if we do go the other way, right? And we do fire Ballard, we bring in a different GM. Every GM is notorious for winning their guys in the building. I really believe that Shane Steichen is the right guy moving forward. So I fear that if we get a new GM in the building, he's going to want to just start fresh, like get rid of the coaching staff, like do everything his way, which is understandable. It's what a GM should do, but I don't know. That's why I want to give Ballard a couple years with Steichen. I have a unique theory on that because I think that like, I think Steichen stays regardless I hope so, yeah. I mean, just because I think Ursay is going to be like, I have my head coach, I have my quarterback. I need a GM who can work around that. So, like, it wouldn't shock me to see, like, Ballard get gone and then, like, they promote, like, Ed Dobbs. Maybe. To be, like, GM, like, through that rank. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, I, I do fear that a new GM will come in and be like, I want my coach, I want yeah. my quarterback, I want my skis. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because now I have all this cap space. I'm going to do what I want yeah. with the roster, let key pieces go, and truly be right in a back rebuild. to square zero. Yeah. Truly be That's, that's what I fear the most, man. And I, I look at it like this team offensively is in that rebuild. Yes, we sure. have nice key pieces, but I think offensively, that's why we won't win very many games, is because we're in an offensive rebuild. We have a young quarterback with a couple nice pieces a potential really good play caller and really good head coach and a sus, well, a solid defense when they want to be, when, when Gus Bradley decides, you know, to coach well. 
It, it was hard. It was hard to really gauge the defense last year too, just because so often they were put in shitty positions. So it's like, how, how far can you really judge them? How capable they are when like they play fucking 90% of the snaps of the right. game, you know what I'm saying? Like after a while, it's like, bro, I can't even be mad at these guys anymore. They're fucking exhausted. So I think this year we should get a clearer picture too of like how that defense really is. Hopefully with the right. healthy shack. Right. I think that again, like Ballard said in his press conference, I think this is a prove it year for a lot of guys on the roster. Yeah, 100%, dude. Especially the guys that have been here. Like, Pittman Jr. is a big one for me, dude. Like, we've seen him be the guy, and then we've seen him, like, take a step back and, like, all these different quarterbacks. He has his excuses. Like, it's totally fair. But, man, I just – I want to see something from that guy if we're going to pay him. Like, he's got to step up and be the man. Same thing with guys like uh, uh, Kenny Moore, freaking – I mean, really, everyone that's been here a while, other than Buckner and, and Q, because I'll pay them whatever they want. But <laughs> – Everyone else, it's a step up year, man. I mean, it's Valerie said it's all about winning. Yeah, 100%. JT didn't help them win; they won four games. So, so, and 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 back to this whole like free agent thing, right? Like whether guys are going to want to come because of JT's scenario. I think, and I'm hopeful that most players are smart enough to see that JT kind of put himself in this. So, I mean, we we spent a whole episode talking about, it, so I'm not going to like deep dive into it, but it was just bad business sense, man. Bad advice from his agent. Bad fucking everything. Like he really kind of played himself and put himself here. So I I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully players can look at the team and be like, this isn't all on the Colts, bro. Like JT's kind of a dumbass in this situation. So it's, a, it's both ways. It's a stigma. Yeah, it's, think, it's both. <laughs> I think Ballard has kind of earned the stigma for being cheap. I think Jim's kind of earned the stigma for well, yes, Jim does a lot of good in the community of Indianapolis and is kicking the stigma stuff. I think he's also kind of earned it for now he's, you know, he's going to be a guy who sticks to the CBA or whatever it's called. Yeah. So um, the collective bargaining agreement. So there's going to be guys who are like, oh, I can't, I won't go there because they're not going to overpay, obviously. But I mean, you're right. It's also on the agent. It's also, you know, JT overplayed his hand. Yeah. hundred so, I mean, percent. Especially in a time it, when no running back is getting paid a right. goddamn thing. Like, it goes both ways. Himself. It goes both ways. But. So I guess I guess that's an interesting scenario to present too. Uh, where do you guys see this JT situation ending? Is he fucking playing? Is he getting out of here? Like, how are we handling this as the season is not just approaching? It's here. Like tomorrow we play. So I think once he's healthy, he plays. Yeah. Back once he's healthy, for he's going to play. Yeah, and for one, I'm all for it, dude. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, settle whatever you have to back backstage you know it, it behind closed doors but at the end of the day it benefits him and it benefits us for him to play and him to ball out so there's no reason to not to i also think that he's going to be deadly with ar that's just yeah it's gonna be a fun i think i think this, this system's going to be built for him and it's just gonna it's gonna fit too much that you can't really walk away from it no, no, hundred percent i mean it dude i think the entire the entire roster offensively like we're going to get to see a lot from these guys because they don't have to worry about a guy at the end of his career walking on stilts in the, in the pocket, you know, can't move around and gets hit. Like we saw them have success with Carson, obviously success with uh, Andrew Luck back in the day. Like mobile QBs have fit this team's offense. And like the guys that we've had for a while, like Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith, Ryan Kelly, like they've played well with mobile quarterbacks. That That's when we had, you know, the most dominant O-line in the fucking league. So I'm, I, I'm hopeful, and I think that we can take a step at least back in that direction with a guy like AR, who's easily the most mobile QB that's 
probably ever worn the horseshoe, right? Like, yeah, we, with, we, with this guy running around, we should be way better off as far as the O-line goes. We've talked about it a few times that I always thought last year was a schematic issue on the offensive line, man. They're not built to just step back and build that pocket. Yeah. They're them, they're them guys that slide, they move, they pull. They, they don't just sit there and let guys come and attack them. That's not what they're built for. That's why you saw Quentin Nelson get freaking manhandled multiple times last season. Yeah. You know, like Ryan Kelly getting manhandled multiple times. Right. Um, they're not, they're guys that they they would prefer to run at you and not you run at them. That's just you, how yeah. this offensive line has been built. A hundred percent. Like as big as these guys are, as good as these guys are, they're not stone walls. They're not that archetype of player. There's guys that can do that, but then they suck in the run block, you know. And our guys are built to fucking run block and to and to move around like you're saying. Like we have guys that are arguably the best at pulling in the game. When you really go back and watch the years, watch the highlights, and like we weren't able to do it. We haven't been able to do it for a while now. So if we can get back to that, dude, we're gonna fucking. We'll, we'll at least be entertaining to watch. I, I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to win a bunch of games, but we should at least be in games more often. I think schematically it's a better fit. Um, I don't know. I just need to see it to believe it. Like, yeah. Because off, offensive line don't is, my my big, is my biggest concern. And if they do well, then, you know, I'll gladly be wrong if the Colts rip off eight, nine, ten games. Yeah. But um you're wrong, bro. It's all right. You're wrong. Right, right. I'll gladly be wrong. But that is my biggest concern with the offense because Frank Reich's not there, so play calling's automatically improved. Um, <laughs> automatically improved. Night Jeff day. Saturday's Night. not there, so we're you can't say that now when you just said he was gonna go to a Super Bowl with Carolina. Not night and day. All the way well, back. I mean, all the way we've back. all. I think <laughs> Bryce you Young out. would lead him to a, a Super Bowl. I think Bryce Young's good enough to overcome Frank's inefficiencies. Uh, <laughs> um, you got a lot of high praise for Bryce, bro. I do. I think he's that good. I mean, he's a midget. Praise. He's a midget, but I think he's that good. I would um, like to at least see him play in the league first. He's he's Kyler Murray, bro. We were saying the same shit about Kyler Murray. Now, granted, Kyler Murray kind of does it to himself because he's you know maybe immature and this that and there, and he's in a terrible situation. So hopefully, Bryce Young is better. But like literally, as far as the archetype of player, the 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 size, the abilities, like they're almost the same guy, man. Right. I just think that Frank Wright's a better play caller. Richardson isn't as raw as we think it is. My biggest question on the offense: I'm not worried about pass catchers because hell, we got Snaking nine tight ends. We'll player. be fine. Right. That's what I meant. Stikey's a better play caller. We got nine tight ends. We'll find someone to catch the ball. So <laughs> we actually got uh we got four from the twelve that we had at one point. Fair enough. Either way, we'll find someone to catch the ball. It's, crazy. it's to me, to me, the offensive line is the biggest concern going forward. Or well, they're not my biggest concern, but they're my biggest uh um I would say need to be good. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Nothing else matters if they suck. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be number one for me. Is our line has to run block and pass block well um, for everything else to move from there. If they can be solid, then I think Indianapolis can win more than four games. Obviously, I think think my biggest concern is Gus Bradley, and I think it's going to be that. Also, I also got major concerns with him too. Because at first, you know, last year I looked at last year in the beginning of the season, and I was like, oh, we looked pretty good, you know, the first, like, yeah, whatever, half of the season. And then I look at what he did this preseason with all the starters against – Not great, yeah. Philly's third and second string players, and I'm like, 
But how much of that was vanilla defense or the same defense over and over again on purpose? Bro, that vanilla like, defense is exactly what he runs all season. That's how Jacksonville's going to beat us tomorrow. Yeah, that's fair. We're going to sit and that's cover fair. three and let them eat up 10 yards every play. Because he's still trying to figure out who he can trust. I mean, I, who name me a corner right now that you can trust in man coverage. There's not one. There's not one. Yeah, 100% <laughs> there's not. I mean, I would say Brent, but he hasn't played enough. So I don't know. I it's not too many that. in the league that I would say I would trust in man coverage across the league. Like the whole right. game? Yeah, they're, they're hard to, to get point, anyways. But to your point on our team – I think I couldn't name anybody in man or zone that I could be like, He's oh, yeah, down, like, yeah, you can throw it his way if you want to. We traded that guy to Dallas. So, like, yeah, so exactly. when, I think, when, I think, when I think – I would take you know, Kenny in zone before I, I take Kenny this, in man coverage. When I think I this, vanilla, this vanilla defense that Gus runs, man, and I try to think of ways that you make it not vanilla and still not have to stress out. And I'm sorry, and just, it's just not possible ice cream. because you got you to gotta, you gotta blitz somebody – yeah. You got to, you know, you got to do, I mean, the, the most he can do that's not vanilla to where I feel somewhat okay is some stunts on the defensive line, and that's it. That's all but I But he does I that regularly. Yeah, but he didn't do it in preseason. I don't, pre-season, I don't even think just, he calls that. I think he leaves that open for the D-line to, to run on their own. Uh, yeah, well, they Honestly, need to do, I don't know to if do we've their seen own. too many. They need to do stunts every time because that straight yeah, forward I, crap don't cut it and <laughs> – our our defense, our our secondary is not going to be able to. Man, I'm so worried. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely well, do, concerned about our secondary. I, I do want to say that I did misread that uh the quote that I had texted you guys, um from Joel Erickson, and then when I watched the video from what he talked about, Gus did seem like he had some confidence in the cornerbacks, and when you actually watch the video, you can kind of see where he was coming from when he said what he said, and basically saying that the Jaguars were going to be a good test. So just like Matt and Zach said earlier here. Um, that when you guys were talking about the Jags, you were saying that this is probably one of the best receiving cores that we're going to see throughout the league. Sure. I think that's also what Gus was reiterating, saying that this is going to be a big challenge for us, having a bunch of unproven guys, you know, and he said that, you know, he looks forward to seeing where we're at. Like, he's using this as a test. I'm not. It's not really. I'm not looking forward to seeing where they're I at. I mean, I mean, as a Colts fan, you know, you don't, you don't really want to think like, Okay, we're just testing this out, but that's really what this is. This is this is trial by error. I'll say this: Evan, Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram is top five tight end. Well, so that's Kenny Moore's year, responsibility as of, as of last, and that's Kenny Moore. And Kenny Moore's getting torched by guys right. that shouldn't even be in the conversation. So right. that's that's so, something I want to dive into as far as the Jags goes. They have a couple guys like Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, like guys that really overperformed last year. So now the question is like, is that really who they are, or did they just have a great but, year and now they're going to come back? To well, who did they, they are? You did they? I mean? Did they? Did they truly overperform, or did I think? Doug I think Pe- so, yeah. Did Doug Peterson figure out a way to use them? That, right, I that, think and they, that's my I question. They Can they keep doing I, that, or was it, I think, was it a one-off? I think Christian Kirk was an overperformance. I think Zay Jones in the middle of the field, the way he was schematically, did not overperform. I think he just. Okay. I think he because he's a checkdown guy, right? Yeah, he's the he guy was, Trevor Lawrence he goes to a lot. Number so, three. Yeah, so he got you know seven to eight hundred yards because he was the checkdown guy. Sure, sure. I and, mean that and, was Derek Carr's guy Lawrence as well. But I also, really, yeah, I was gonna say I also think that uh, Evan Ingram reminded me of the year that he had was that year that Eric Ebron had with uh, Andrew Luck because he was dropped Thomas uh, dropped Thomas Prime right. for a long time, and, and, and then he had the year with called. Andrew Luck. And then once he left Andrew Luck, he kind of dropped off. So it's like I think that's something that's still got to yeah. be proven. So, but 
to that point, though, I think the same thing is like if we get a different get, get different looks out of Gus Bradley's defense, then we can make a difference. Or if we get major pressure from the D line, because that was mm-hmm. something that worked very well with his Seattle teams that did very well was the pressure from the D line. So I think those are things that are going to come up a lot. And obviously we're going to play that soft zone. That's just yeah, I mean that's just going to be a given. Zay Jones, Zay Jones is going to go for like 150 tomorrow. Oh, I don't have that. I don't have. That. Uh, I think no. he plays well, but 150 is is. is, a, is a, I feel like we're usually good about like one dude killing us, unless it's like Kiki Kuti, then he's going to like murder us. But we're usually like, 150 one with 120 running uh, yards after the catch. <laughs> I see. If we see 150 out of anybody, I think it'd be out of uh, uh, ETN. I think that would be the one that we see a hundred. Yo, that guy's I don't know. A I th- breaker. So, I think I think they're gonna have to cut us up through the air. I think we'll have the run. Like I, I, I trust our D line to really contain that run, at least to the point where like that's not the reason we lose. You know what I mean? Etienne's incredibly talented, dude. But I don't know. I, I don't have them just running us over like they're the 49ers. No, 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 no. no. I don't you have them they- shutting us out like they did last year. If they beat us, it'll be through the passing game because I think yeah. defensively we're stout enough up front. But it's just, I mean, we're we're, help, right. we're healthy across the board in the front seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even with D Buck having this elbow issue, I mean, he's he wears a brace anyway. So right I don't I don't understand why everybody's all like concerned. They just had to add him to the damn injury yeah. report because he's got a hurt elbow. But yeah, he's always got a hurt elbow. He plays in the trenches. <laughs> them all them dudes he never got feels good. Yeah, yeah, all them dudes got tendonitis. You know what I'm saying? Like the amount of hand movements and pushing pushing they got to do. Of course, their elbows fucking hurt. Yeah. Mine would th- too. I think it's just concern because of the name, man. Like if Buck goes down, we know, like we're we're in trouble. That dude's a freaking monster, and we're we're so, like blessed to watch him play. Like he's he's a fucking beast. But then again, so, I'm not concerned if he doesn't play because they're they're. I'm, I'm a little. Grover, I'm a little. Grover, Grover was a guy that stepped up into D Bucks' shoes when D Bucks yeah. not there. Yeah, I mean, hey, I uh, on YouTube, my mom says. Um, or my mom is speaking for my dad. So my dad says, if the Colts win seven games, then he believes Steichen should get coach of the year. I mean, he won't. They're going to give it to someone that goes to the playoffs. But that, yeah, I mean, but it, it would certainly be. It would certainly show a lot of progress if we could. I seven think games. that yeah, if yeah, if we seven, yeah, if Steichen goes uh, seven and ten, and the rest of the division goes seven games, and ten, and we win the division. I don't. I would love that. Or I would love that six and eleven. Win the division, sweep the division, make the playoffs, being six and eleven. That'd be what's up. <laughs> yep. That would be, that would be it. That's, that's the way it happens. Hilarious. I don't think but it if would you be win, the first time it's ever happened either. But if you win seven games and get coach of the year, in my opinion, on a the Colts have the third worst roster in the league just because because young it is, not talent wise, just because youth doesn't win in the unproven. I, I, I can I can see unproven. I disagree with your wash your roster comment. I just to I, me I, like. Top three unproven, I could take. I'm not going to say worse, though. That's fine. I'll tell you I what. I'll tell you what. How young it is. Season, I hate young rosters. Before the season started last year, the Jaguars had a bottom 30 uh, right. roster. Yeah, that's true. As soon as they went to the playoffs, they have a top 10 roster. So and I nothing totally changed. I totally disagree with the roster comment. I just don't like young rosters. There's not enough vets on it, for my opinion. But like, I like a young roster because that, that just means you got your more years to be successful. That true. Well, they're they're young in the right places, but I still think that they're the youth is in the wrong places on defense. If that makes sense. The secondary, um, yeah. I mean, and that that's, yeah, because that's we because because our one vet fucking decided to go bet on some shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, if we now were young, like up front, 
okay, I, I could live yeah. with that. If we had more answers on receiver for a young quarterback, sure. I wouldn't mind. But it's just the answers that we don't we, have. That why I say that. And then on the back end, and arguably a passing league, and your our secondary is maybe the youngest secondary kids, in the league. Man. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's why I say like the youth in the certain spots is why I believe it's so, not a winning combination. I, th- I think there's a lot of question marks, but I'm also encouraged because we have done well at getting young DBs. Like, even though it's, it's always a need because we're always drafting somebody like the guys we draft have done pretty well. Like we look at Rodney Thomas last year. He was a nobody, a write off. And this dude was like, that's my breakout player. player. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like Rodney Thomas played really well. Uh, Isaiah Rogers was a nobody. And until he, Went and got on DraftKings like I just did. He I was fucking today, balling. I saw today Rodney Thomas actually only let up a 50 QBR all of last season. That's he my was, guy. He was locked he, down for us. He, he reminds great. me of a um, uh, who is it? He reminds me of a young Eric Berry where he mm-hmm. could play ball hawk. Mm-hmm. So, so it's one of those things. It's like I, I'm it. concerned. I'm concerned, but I'm not hitting the panic button because Ballard has done a good job of drafting. Uh, safeties and cornerbacks in the past couple of years, so I'm I'm hopeful. I guess it's question yeah, but marks. The corners, but the corners he typically drafts take about a year or two to develop. Yeah. Right, they're, right. Usually that's that's right. they're usually special teams guys with like a year on special teams, and then they they get yeah. like what like thirty to forty percent of snaps, and they prove and themselves then they start, yeah. by the end of the season. But but now we're in a position where they're, they're outside, the outside. they're starting. He keeps yeah. drafting these undrafted in fifth and sixth round, seven round DBs. That's why. Yeah. I think it's but, the but fact he's found that them. We don't, Diamonds right. in the rough. But and I think it's the fact that we don't have any high capital in that position, which yeah. concerns me. Like Brent's is like the first corner that I can really like feel like, dude, that's the first corner we've taken in the second round since I don't remember Rocky Sin. And we traded him like two years into the deal. So that's because like, he couldn't stop fucking holding. Yeah, but yeah. he was good. I think Here's we gave thing, up Rock, too early on him. Rock's, I mean, Rock's I love I loved his I loved his coverage, but it was like yeah. every time yeah. he played good coverage, we no, like, no, 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 let him go. No, he did it against quarterbacks that always get the call. That too, yeah. That was his it's, issue. He he's didn't so know talented to man. not it just do tough. it. Because I would I would take him back. He, there were games that he did it, and I'm like, oh, he should have been flagged for that. But we were playing teams that he don't have those top five quarterbacks. But then when you play guys like Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, I remember these it. games because I think this was the game that I remember getting really pissed about it. Was no, we Deshaun Watson? He mugged we went, that dude going on the sidelines. We went, <laughs> we went to. I think it was the game we went into overtime with Green Bay. But we were, I remember. We, but we were dominating them, and yeah. then Rock got called for pass interference like five times in the second half, and I was like, "Bro, stop it, Aaron Rodgers! They're looking at you. You can't do that." First half, we gave them the big lead. And then we, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It was that way. Yeah. It was that way. It was something where Rodgers kept getting called for all these PIs on like third and long. And I'm like, bro, stop. You can't do that against Aaron Rodgers. He would do it against Kansas City. Of course, Patrick Mahomes is going to get that call. Yeah. Playing against guys like Tom Brady. You can't do that. He did it only versus good QBs. Every single DB holds. Every single DB is doing a PI. It's just who you do it against. Pick pick your spots. Yes. I mean, I will feel better if one of these young guys, you know, Baker, who sat on the practice squad for a year, so technically he's a two-year pro, if he comes out and he develops and looks nice. You know, that's him. I hope so because he he was on the practice squad last year. Right. Because to me, you know, the fact that we're so young at corner 
and the fact that we're so young on the edges and receiving and stuff like that. That's why I say like the Colts are wrong, the wrong age and all the wrong spots. I mean, I, I typically so, like having veterans play corner and yeah. receiver. So my thing to you is, though, is like, imagine receiver. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So my two thing vets. to you is like, and, and they're both young too, as far as being vets. Um, MPJ and McKenzie, they're both yeah. vets. I mean, that, both well, no, of them. No, I mean, like, I mean, like Michael Pittman's like what? I think he's still under twenty six, right? He's twenty six, yeah. but, but he's a vet. But he's a vet. Yeah. And then McKenzie, no, I, mean, I think, I is mean, around the same age. So yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm just saying we got young vets as well. Sure. And so my yeah. thing to Zach is just like, imagine if this team does what we did something like in 2020 with Philip Rivers, right? And we start looking pretty good, and our team is very, very young. Yeah, that gives the, us, yeah. That the gives us a bigger. huge Absolutely. window Absolutely. to be successful. So that's why I don't really see it as a down because it's like if we were regressing from like a 9, 10, 11, 12 win season or something where we look like we might have been going somewhere with all the same pieces, obviously, because we were a right. nine win team that did regress, but we changed some pieces. And so it's like we're coming off a four win team, which means we're just trying to trend up. Oh, yeah. It's only one way to go, man. We're just, much we're just trying to trend up. Here's and the way so I see it. If we can look good with this young team, 25.8, the third youngest team in the league, I think that's yeah. it. Let's say we get me. let's say we get torched tomorrow, right? Because we got this young secondary. Let's just not torched, but picked apart. Sure. Let's say, let's say Trevor Lawrence goes, I don't know, 20, 23 for 28, you know. 245, three touchdowns, maybe one pick because of a batted ball from D-Buck or something, right? Shaq just jumps the route. Yeah, Shaq's going to do something. Um, let's say he does that, right? And we and we lose. Let's say we lose tomorrow. As long as the secondary looks better in week six when we play them again. I'm good. I'm good. I'm all good. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm 100 As long as I see steady improvement, I'm Developed. happy. But if there's yeah. no improvement and we got guys running wide open, blown coverages and stuff like that, I'm concerned. You yeah. know, the first the first month of the season, that's okay. Beyond that, you can't have that anymore. Dude. Right. Like, and what what I, yeah, what I really want to do is have like a reevaluation of the team at like week 8, week 9 because that's when we really start to see what we're talking about this progress because I think we need to <coughs> look at these DBs and the and these young dudes that we have the same way we're looking at AR where it's like, hey, mistakes are going to get made. He's going to look like shit a couple times. You know what I'm saying? He's going to make huge mistakes, maybe blow the game. But play the long game with him. Give him time. Give him reps. Just let him get out there and play and get experience. I want to have that same attitude towards these DBs. Where it's like, if he gets torched once, like, all right, let's let him figure it out because we have no other option. Well, let this is the season. Playing, this is the season where you really you don't focus on all seventeen games when it comes to evaluation, right? The way I look at it is, I'm looking at, I'm looking at all of your division games. That's yeah. it. I'm looking at the six division games. Sure. And the reason I'm looking at those six division games for evaluation purposes is because you're seeing how not only the players' development, but how Steichen sees, you know, let's say Jags in week one, Mm -hmm. and then how he adjusts to see them again in week six. Right? Because if you guys remember, my biggest pet peeve with Frank wasn't his play calling. I mean, it was to an extent, but what I hated about Frank was his adjustments were terrible. And if you if you if you remember if you remember the, the, the 2018 season with Andrew Luck was the year I really started to hate Frank. Yeah, 
Yeah, when we, lost Owen, uh, when we lost 0-6. When we lost 0-6, and the reason we lost yeah. 0-6 against the Jags was because this the game plan was exactly the same. And the only Damn. reason I remember was because that stupid tight end jet sweep to Eric Ebron. We it's ran the same it. shit. We ran it four times the first time we played him because it worked. And then we tried to run it like six more times the second time, and it yeah. didn't work once. Ain't I'm flying. like, look, what are we doing, Frank? Like, yeah. and, and that was the minute I was like, well, Frank and I is th- terrible at this. Yeah, I think that's so, a great so point, point too. To, your, to what you said about the yards and stuff. Obviously, we'd want the completion percentage to not to be 22 of 26. But yeah. are we really upset if Trevor Lawrence throws for 245 yards? No, 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 secondary? no, no, I that's not that wasn't the point. The point was that he has a, an efficiently good game. He has a Trevor Lawrence tomorrow. game, yeah. But then, yeah. but then, no, but I got then that week six, we play better. better. Week yeah. six, we play yeah. better to where he yeah. might not be that 21 for 26. That, maybe that he is, yeah. maybe he's like, I don't know, 21 for 35. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're yeah. forcing I, him to have to throw more, yeah. completing less. <laughs> QBR decreases, you know, things like that. That that's what I want to see from our secondary as the season progresses. Because they are young. So like tomorrow, do I expect them to come out and be like Legion of Boom? No. Probably get bullied a little bit. Oh yeah, they're gonna probably get bullied. If not, not great, but probably get bullied. I hope not. I, mean, I hope I'd not. rather I hope I'd rather I'd, I'd, I'd prefer beat versus bullied. Don't get bullied. Right. We got we got bullied with Frank. Let's not don't get, get clowned on. Like as long as you don't get clowned on, if I'll be. You get beat, that's different. Bro. Right. Don't look stupid. Like, right. Like let's yeah. let's let's, let's like, get like stupid culture. Yeah, we we need to see a level of preparation that gives us confidence. Like I, I know I'm sitting here saying now, like, wait for the progress. Look, make like, it look like yeah, you we, went through a training camp. We have to see that you've been trying. You know what I'm right. saying? If you come out and just don't do a fucking thing, like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit less patient with you. But yeah, like come out, show a level of preparation because especially with division games too. Like these are the games you prepare most for. You build to win your division you build to play these guys especially, there's no other factors like we get waste, to see the purest especially Colts when you've against known, our division especially when you've known your schedule for what yeah five months, months? Yeah, quite five a few months, months. Yeah, yeah you you've already known that you're prepping for jacksonville week one at home i mean you yeah. should know what you're gonna get out of trevor lawrence trevor lawrence isn't some a mystery. He's not a mystery. Yeah. He's a guy that you need to apply pressure on. He's quick and he's efficient, man. So right. You got to get after him. A lot of that's going to come down to Gus. So. They're sitting there. They're sitting right. there. I mean, their defense isn't good. I mean, they're, that, their defense is good. Josh and Allen's a beast, though. Yeah, Josh As Allen long, is a game record. Josh, alone, Allen can, Josh Allen can be a beast, but that's not a good defense. But their yeah, defense I'm, I'm saying good. the defense yeah. around is solid, and then they have yeah. a guy that's a monster. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they're not. Adjustments are made consistently. Go ahead, Demarco. Oh yeah, I was gonna say even with Josh Allen being a beast, that doesn't the defense he, isn't good. He didn't, it wasn't beat like he was wrecking any games that we played against him. So yeah, yeah. they they drafted like six linebackers. And yeah, I'm I'm just saying like they, they're pro, they're they're one of the most average defenses. Like they're they're just all right. Like they, they don't <laughs> I think they're below. The <laughs> it, they're in that range. You know what I'm saying like either 16 or 20 or whatever. They're somewhere I think they were around like there. 26. Really? Yeah, I'll yeah. take that too. <laughs> yeah, they were not a good. Go ahead, Zach. As long as I just see defensive adjustments, like I'm gonna be happy. Yeah, it's like from the coaching staff because that's what we haven't seen in so long. Like since Eberflus. Yeah, since like that's, 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 defense that's what he was adjust- best at. That was that was the one thing I used to love about Flus. I know he played probably one of the soft, softest Tampa twos ever, but man, his First second. Half. 
First, yeah. second half defense is probably some of the best we've ever seen when he made adjustments, bro. <laughs> One of the weirdest things. What was it? We'd give up probably like 24 points in the first half. Yeah, just wait. And, and, zero, give up three, and, then, and then give up three or zero yeah. the rest of the well, way. Yeah. I remember, I remember half Cleves. We would always say that, that in the group chat, we'd be like, relax, guys. Yeah. Second that change half, is coming. loose defense is changing. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't do it for four quarters, but those second, and then offensively, second half. Offensively with Frank, no adjustments. None. <laughs> no. Just keep doing the same thing. And screen. all of our points come from Shane. Hines up the middle. Hides up the middle. Screen. Hides yep. up the up middle. middle. Up the middle. Shaq, the middle. Shaq Leonard's Dude, got three interceptions. And the only yeah. reason we, we, the we didn't even we didn't even run those screens outside of that Michael Pittman screen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that Pittman worked. screen. <laughs> that okay, always yeah, went yeah, for that negative. Pittman, bro, that was always my biggest gripe. Why would you run a I screen? Think we run that like, He's not a screen guy. It doesn't make sense. Three yeah. like three four times a game to him, and it never like. I think if we probably took the total for it, we probably got like a total of twenty five yards on those screens. The shit that used to drive me nuts too is when Frank would run all these halfback screens on the first drive, and we would drive straight down the field oh, every time. Yeah, straight down the field, and then never run a screen again. Yeah. And then if he does, it's in it's our own minute. five yard line. Yeah, and, and we I throw an interception off for a touchdown. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck, man? What so are we doing? I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to a lot to see how uh Shane handles himself because the way that he's talked, I really liked it to be an yeah. uh, eye-opening difference from what we've had the last few years. Um thinking that we can see a lot different in, in play calling, versatility, game-changing preparation for it all. Um, and to see even way the way he causes plays and, and uses players. So the other I'm thing really I want looking to, see, to see how he carries himself. The other thing I want to see too is from Shane. I don't want to see it until about you know midway through year two. Um, is how he doesn't allow what he does in year one to define him. And what I mean is, Frank, I'd say like year one, year two, got known for going for it on fourth down. Yeah, but I feel like as year three and it. year four, year five came around. He felt the need to go for it on fourth down every damn time. Yeah. You know, like that I mean? was his persona. Like, that's yeah. what he had to live up to. And it's like, I bro, just make I the smart yeah. decision. I don't feel like the great coaches out there get defined by things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude. like Andy Reid, Andy Reid with all the motion and movement on offense one season doesn't follow him into year two. So it versatile. Different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, Bill Belichick. I mean, a lot of that, a lot of his stuff looked different every year, depending on who he had, yeah. what he what he had going on. Uh, Mike Tomlin. I it's, mean, yeah, it's the coaches that stay stagnant that end up getting fucking fired. Like, and they, I yeah. they Dan, don't have lunch. Dan, Dan, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell proved that on Thursday. I mean, it'll look yeah. right. Facts. Don't Facts. get defi- don't get defined by being good at something year one. And then just buy and into conti- it. Yeah, and then buy into it because the media hyped it. Don't yeah, do I think we're going to see that in a short sample size this year. I think our offense will look different week four. First yes. win, our offense will be completely different when JT is healthy and in the groove in place. See, that's yeah. what I want to see too. Like, I, I want to see how Shane adjusts because weekly. We, we all believe, yo, JT will average 10 yards a carry behind our offensive line yeah. in the current offense. Like, we all believe that. DeMarco said it 45,000 times. I, I'm telling you, bro. I, you want to get paid, just play, bro. Just DeMarco's, play. You're going to get paid. DeMarco said it. Yo, give JT the rock behind this offensive line in this system. It's 12 yards a carry, guaranteed. <laughs> 
every time. I'm telling like, you, bro. Like I, I just, I just, I just imagine seeing myself. Like if I was like, like, because I played when I had to be in that position of, of running this a similar scheme to this, where you, you're doing RPOs. I was the quarterback. I didn't get to have a running back that can move like JT. Right. So it's like it's almost like if I'm watching myself hand the ball off to myself. It's like. Dude, just play in this offense. Give us a few games. Because if you look, right. even if you look see, at like, it defensively, like, like um, last year they're crashing. This year they're not going to crash. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't. You crash, crash. You're going Richardson's to die. Gone. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. It will look different. So I think that, you know, JT and this offense, potent. I think the running back by committee we have will be serviceable. Mm-hmm. I do think with the running back by committee, this offense will look a little more college-like. We will see a little gimmicky, a little NCAA stuff, a little, you know, like Lamar Jackson stuff that we saw him do his first year. Same thing with Jalen. I do think but, our offense is going to look very similar to Baltimore year one of Lamar Jackson. I do. I and that's, and I, that's what I, I think I the difference can be. The difference in that can be if Jonathan Taylor but, decides to just right. say, hey, I can play. Because I think that if he comes back week five right. and we run this offense, he still hits I think 1500 back. Yeah. He goes crazy for 150 yards in his first game right. back. He gets a contract, and we're off and fucking running. Yeah, dude, averaging that's a dream averaging 215 yards a I game mean, on the ground. I fully expect the, I fully expect Shane to be multiple. I do think with JT, he's going to be. I think formation-wise, it's going to be nuts. I don't know about motion-wise, but I think the personnel, the personnel we have is unique in the fact mm-hmm. that we got a lot of big personnel. We're a big team oh. now. Like, Big I do want to say that um, – The thing is, they're all fast, too. They're not just big guys. Athletes. Like, yeah, they're like, athletes. 2004, 2005 big, where they were running like four fives and four right. sixes. These dudes are running four threes. That's what Ballard does best, man. Four. <laughs> he gets freak athletes in the horseshoe, dude. So seeing how they'll mix it in, what you know, seasonings and sauces that Shane does – to kind of create the goulash or create the gumbo that is the Colts offense in a way. I, I am curious how it will be used. I but, do want to say um, Steichen spoke in his press conference and they were asking because of the fact, the way that he did it in Philly, obviously Miles Sanders was their leading rusher, but he did say that they did committee by back and took the hot hand. Mm-hmm. He said the Colts were going to be a running back team by committee and he was going to stick with the hot hand. But the only reason that we are running back by committee is because of our situation with JT. That's fair. Right. That's, that's um, really fair. Yo, so my, my think, pops. Go ahead, DeMarco. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, yeah, we're, we're pretty much just running with the hot hand until JT is healthy. My pops just texted me and said, we're going to see a lot of diet Philly. So Philly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going yeah. to be but, that. It's going to be that. Uh, that that be, eight that, that eight and nine season. Yeah. Where they couldn't really throw the ball at all, it's gonna heavy look a R- lot like that. And heavy that RPO, heavy zone read. Dude, I'm good with it because didn't they make the playoffs? Shots. They made the playoffs at eight and nine. Yes. So this this is what I'm excited about too, right? Because we talk about AR the same way as like Lamar and potentially Jalen Hurts. Like he's in that similar situation, but I think potentially like his ceiling. I think his arm talent could be better than either of those guys. So if we keep developing him and just keep rocking with this dude two, three years down the line, well, he, he could be one of the best to, in the league. To, to be fair, did you see that Hail Mary Jalen Hurts threw? Which time? I just, in the Super Bowl. That shit was trash. Yeah. But but but, but in his defense, like it went, it look at Hurts, look at Hurts, look at Hurts rookie season, and then the next year, like his arm talent do, kept developing. You know what I mean? I do I, I do think AR would do the same, but be better. 
I do want to argue against that though because I think it, it, it evens out because if you look at where Jalen Hurts came from, he came from Alabama. He right. played a lot of games at Alabama, went to mm-hmm. OU, and played a lot of games there as well, which AR sure. did not do. So I think right. this can kind of even out to where we'll see that we we could possibly see that same kind of kind of trajectory where we're going from eight nine to seeing him develop better as a passer. And then this offense just yeah. being able to completely take off to where if we were to add like a rookie like a Marvin Harrison Jr., similar to what they did with AJ Brown, then to we where we crazy. could see this offense take off. So I I wouldn't expect us to jump too far. I do like me nope. personally, I think even though AR hasn't played a lot of games, I think his mechanical issues with footwork is different than Jalen Hurst was with arm work. Um, yep. which I think I mean I, I think it really just evens out. It's tough to it's say. It's all a work in progress. In other I just think they'll, they'll, it'll kind of even out to what yeah. we can see. Very I'm just soon. saying that that what, ceiling, right? Because like what, tomorrow, dude, if, if AR throws for 160 yards and a touchdown tomorrow, I'm calling that a massive win. But like two years from now, I expect him to be going off like all the top QBs in the league. You know if what I mean? He, if, he th- if he throws for 160, I need 100 yards rushing. I yeah, but yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. I think his rushing okay. is expected. Like, okay. I think he's going to go off running. If he gives me a cup of Joe on passing. the ground, and then he mm-hmm. gives me if he gives me a buck on the ground, and then a buck fifty in the air, mm-hmm. and like that's three amazing. combined three combined touchdowns. <laughs> We're so talking rookie two, of the year. Two bro. rushing, two rushing, or a passing, or a rushing and a passing. That's success yeah. to me. Like that's what I'm gonna what say. I, tomorrow, what I don't, tomorrow the Colts can come out and run the wishbone for all I care, as long as AR looks good. I'm not even mad about what, it. What I don't want to see is him feel the need to to force things, to yeah, try to right. be like make a name for himself early, like first drive, try to Play. throw it deep and throw an interception or yeah. try and force mm-hmm. a pass that he knows he can't make that throw yet, you know, because he's still got development to make. That's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see him try and have to do something that he's right. not comfortable doing just because now he's in the NFL and he doesn't want to have, you know, media talking about him on you know Monday morning on Good Morning Football and they're like, oh, did you see AR? You yeah. made these terrible throws and all this stuff. You know, just I don't stay want to level headed. Yeah, yeah, just play the game, your game, play Dude, your just, game. Who cares? He's got what... the instincts, man. Like yeah. he can fight. Like just let it come because with this defense, you're going to get openings. Just take right. the openings they give you. Don't try to force it. There's no need. Just like let the, it happen. Like, like don't worry about what goddamn Stephen A. Smith is gonna bitch about. Don't don't care about what Skip Bayless is gonna bitch about. Don't care what Kyle Brandt says or Peter Schrader, whatever I those dudes. Think- don't care about any of those guys. Just play your game. Yeah. Play your game. Don't, don't let play, anybody don't, touch you. Yeah, <laughs> That's don't it. play Jacksonville's game. Play your game. AR's if if, if AR plays his game, we could we could easily win. AR's I think the best, the, the best part about that, I think he doesn't listen to any of those right. guys. He does what he does his own. <laughs> He's thing. a smart kid, dude. I mean, He's a smart hell, kid. He asked Manning, "Hey, you got any advice?" And Manning said, "Do you play your game? Take what yeah. the defense gives you." And don't, AR's going hey, to. Hey, which, feel, which he did all preseason. Do not feel, all the, need, do not feel yeah. the need to sit in the pocket and throw the ball. We know you're not a pocket passer. Yeah, Everybody it's okay. knows it. It's all good. We I know mean, what you're – you weren't drafted to be changed. No, I His, You were not drafted, drafted want what you got. Yeah. You were drafted to show what you got. Yeah, yeah. be you. That's what you were that's drafted It's his team, dude. Run with it. That's also the best part of what I've seen from him at Florida as well. He's not like – He'll sit in the pocket, look, see, I don't see it, I'm gone. If you throw 55 completion percentage or 52 completion percentage your first month of we're winning eight games. Career, I don't care. If he completes 58% of his passes, we're, we're winning eight games. Because 
The way I see it, if you're a mobile quarterback, I don't care what your completion percentage is because what you I make care, up. I care less. I care yeah. less. Yeah. You could right. like, like Lamar says. Like Lamar was saying before, you call me a running back all you want. I'm winning games. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. For, your defense. good I'm, I'm pretty good for a running back, huh? Yeah. Still, yeah I'm still his, MVP. His legs make up for seventy-four percent completion per percentage and four touchdowns, three hundred fifty-yard games. Just Manning yeah. used to have. Just his legs can afford him to be two hundred yards passing and a hundred yards rushing, easy. Yeah. And defenses have no idea what to do with him, and that I think right. AR is going to fill that same type of role where they don't know how to plan for him because he can throw two hundred, but he can also run two hundred. Like you want a hug? You I know it's uh, I know it's a little late that we got to this comment, but real quick here, Nick was saying, what was your thoughts on rookie receiver Josh Downs? I'm and uh, let's also him. just add the receiving core to that as well. Core total. I'm 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 worried about depth. I'm worried about somebody getting hurt. Like I actually like the guys that we have. You saw uh, that we brought up Winfrey, right? Yeah, I have seen that. But I, I'm still just worried overall. Like we at, we're at what five guys now? Yeah, five wide yeah. receivers on the roster. So yeah. I'm I'm a little worried about if someone goes down. But we haven't had too much trouble with that, so I'm not going to stress about it. I, I don't think, think overall, we're going to throw a lot anyway. Yeah, I th I think overall I'm, I'm okay you know? with the guys we have. I just need him to step up. But I'm I'm excited about Downs, dude, especially because he's listed as a uh, the starting slot receiver right now. That means he's been showing something in camp and in practice. So I I'm excited about his potential. He's the only one. Matt really said we're not good. Matt says he doesn't think we're gonna throw a lot. I had this debate with somebody because I was talking about the balance, and I was like, if we're mm -hmm. more on the running side, that means don't the be surprised. Probably winning this game. Yeah, don't That's be surprised. Right. Go ahead, Zach. I didn't mean to cut you off there. If they throw the ball, it's going to be RPOs, open, yeah. easy. Get, MPJ. Getting AR on the move and wide open, yeah. easy stuff. I think, I think MPJ is going to be targeted at least 13 times tomorrow, and it's going to be an average right. of 7.2 yards per catch. Right. Right. I don't think he's going to have all those catches. I think he's going to have maybe six. I would um, say I do question those yards per attempt, though, because Shane did say that yards per attempt – were a big thing, a part of the offense, because he said he wants our offense to be explosive. So I'd right, look more like, but, but it, I'd say but more 8.3. I, I mean, well, I would think, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's good too. I was just thinking RPO, typically that, that yards per attempt is usually that's around that 7.2, 7.3. Yeah. If it's 8.3, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I'll that's, take it. that's real good because yeah. we're obviously going to average over 4.2 yards a carry. So that's a first down pretty much every time on offense. I right. like downs. Downs is cool. Michael Pittman Jr. is solid. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to run the ball. It's going to be a two-to-one run ratio. You're going to see Absolutely. heavy heavy run game. And then me personally, I think it wouldn't surprise me to see them take tons of deep shots. As long as the run Why ratio not? as long as the run ratio is not two-to-one, speaking of downs, right? So, like, first, second down to third. If that yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. Be right. Like no, Frank, I, like Frank likes to do. If it's it, I, as long as that's mixed up, right? Because right, that drives me you're nuts. Basically saying you're basically saying first and ten, we get one run. Yard. Yeah, and first get, and ten, right. second, second and nine, second and nine, you, get, nine, two, yeah. you right. get third and seven. Now you got to throw the ball, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I fully. It wouldn't shock me to see Indianapolis come out and be hyper aggressive. You know, hey, we're throwing it deep. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want. Uh, that. I would. I think it'd not be first, just because it's different. Not first off, that, that's 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 exactly what I was saying earlier of what I don't want right away because that's going to put AR in a situation. If AR throws an interception early, I'm worried. 
I'm not. So I so I get what you're saying, Matt. But the only reason I, the reason I agree to Zach's point is because I feel like with this team coming in and what we saw from Matt Ryan last year, just like we saw yeah. in the preseason, everybody right. was sacking Matt Ryan. I feel like what Zach is saying, or like why I'm agreeing with what Zach is saying, is you immediately want to come into the season and tell every defense back right. the fuck off. Right, like you, you like you like we're gonna put you on your heels first. You what can't I hated put about Aiden Frank versus us, but, yeah, but I think, exactly. I think, and I thought Frank I think, always, I felt like Frank always reacted to every defense yeah. to what they were doing to his offense, Let them rather than making, you know, making the offense set the tone. Do you know? That's, do you know what defense they ran against us last year? Shane wants to be aggressive. Uh, I'm pretty four, sure. Six. I'm pretty sure they, it was a four six, a four six with that soft cover too, right? Four six every game. Yeah. Every, so every single team we played even said it. They switched to a 4-6 defense to play against and, us last and, year and killed and us. They so run I, that, and they run that stunt because we yep. couldn't fucking block it. Because we couldn't so stop I fully, it. I fully expect Shane just to be aggressive. However aggressive that is, whatever that 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 be, I fully expect Shane to come out and be aggressive. Whether it's so, Whether it's an aggressive downhill running game that attacks the edges and forces – your your over defender to he's always wrong so he picks you know the wrong the I'm going with the running back gone or I'm taking the quarterback pitches of the running back whatever it might be so, so I'm big on I'm big on aggressive passing right Every, like I love aggressive passing I I would love to see them start off with a deep shot but but the only reason I'm concerned is because of how young AR is right like I agree with the run I would definitely go with that in this situation with AR, you know, and how young he is. I would definitely go with the aggressive run on the edges. You have to attack the edges. We cannot attack right. just the middle yeah. because that that's what, you know, I mean, you can because if you attack the middle, then they attack the middle. And if they attack the middle, then you AR take AR on the edge. So, I mean, either way, as long as you're aggressive with it, the only reason I'm worried about the aggressive and the passing is because I want AR to get into a rhythm. Everybody already knows that his accuracy is a little bit of a concern, but if you get this guy on rhythm throws – all day, mm-hmm. which is what he struggles on to begin with. You get him on these rhythm throws for the first couple series, not like the first couple drives, but like the first couple downs, first couple sets. So right. you get, you know, one, two rhythm throw, uh, run the ball, another one, two rhythm throw, run the ball, and then deep shot, right? Get him in that rhythm so he's feeling mm-hmm. that confident. Right. So just like, so just like, so just like you just say, you don't, you don't want to run up the middle the entire time. And then you don't want to rattle the rookie on a first drive, you know, taking that deep shot. And then obviously it could be a risk, you know, throwing an interception. So my thing is, is like, if I asked you guys this question and said, what do you think Jacksonville's game plan would be to stop this Indianapolis Colts offense? They're blitzing. I think, I think, I think what they're going to do is they're going to, they're going to be sending Josh Allen big time. Um, mainly on, because you mean on passes, right? Yeah. I think, I think what they're going to, they're going to want to get him rattled early. They're not going to sit back. Oh. Okay, so how about to defend? So how about to defend? So how about to defend the run? To defend the run? Yeah, I think you're going to see Jackson. We're going to have a lot of cover three. They're going to play. They're going to play. Yeah, I don't think they're going to play a vanilla defense, dude. Because if you're if you play a vanilla defense against a rookie quarterback, you're just giving him a chance to get. Bro, you're proceeding with caution because of AR's legs. But you can't. But you can't do that in the passing game. You can't against a rookie. But but I'll give everything short before I give everything deep. And so this is why I think I that agree. game plan that Zach was talking about would make sense because me, if I'm thinking a game plan for this offense, right? I'm just we obviously corking know, it yeah, exactly. We we obviously know AR has the big deep arm. So right to Matt's point, we said we're gonna I would play cover three because you want to stop the, the deep passes. Ball. 
And then at the same time, you know that RPO game is coming, right? And what's going to hurt you the most with a quarterback can run? The quarterback read, that that sneak that he can do because running backs could probably get four. So what I would do is that game planner, I'm going to have my ends. I'm telling them every single time we see an RPO, we're crashing to the quarterback. If I catch you crashing to a running back, I'm taking you out of the game. (laughs) And we're not giving up anything deep. So so my thing is what – You don't have to do that to both. So, but, but I, see what I'm, you're saying. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying like on the back end, obviously they're going to come up if he pulls, but I'm saying that that's the way that we would defend this, this offense. And obviously that's going to leave you very vulnerable to the middle of the field. Have you ever, have I you mean, ever watched, have you ever watched Taekwon Lewis play on the edge? Hold on. Taekwon yeah. Lewis <laughs> does it perfectly. Perfectly. I, this is why I love Taekwon Lewis so much. And I wish I could put a highlight up and show you, but I don't want to get us in trouble on YouTube anymore. <laughs> the, the way the way Taekwon Lewis does it is you have to you have to look up some of these plays that he does because when he crashes he crashes at the perfect angle where he's crashing the running back and the quarterback at the same time so if if you don't yeah, if you don't hand that ball off if you don't hand that ball off you're not getting past Taekwon Lewis if you do hand that ball off you're getting tackled from behind by Taekwon Lewis yeah this is this is why I always love Taekwon Lewis so much because of the way he crashes those RPOs, and then when they do those play action rollouts, he knows when to sit. I think he's our our sleeper on defense. I, that's just me, but he's a smart. I just player. love the way he plays it. Yeah. Well, that's the the best part is is that the Jacksonville Jaguars don't have a Taekwon Lewis, so uh, their boy, uh, yeah. who did they draft? Uh, Trayvon Walker. Um, Trayvon six Walker. Of, six of their seven linebackers better, they drafted. Better be ready to play. But like my whole point to that is though, Matt. Is if we look exactly what Gregory Russo did in the preseason when Anthony Richardson pulled it and it was a bad read to pull it, and because he defended both lanes very well, AR still stiff arms because oh, he's big and picked yeah, up five big. yards. So right. that's my yeah. thing is, is like if you're defending this, you have to crash to the quarterback every Yo. single time and be full Dude. on commit. And if Anthony Richardson can make these passes, these reads to to, to pull and hand off as well as he can. I think this is just going to be very hard to defend, especially if we get Jonathan Taylor back. So right. that's just one of those things where, like Zach said, is like I'm going to immediately, I'm going to make you back off your defense because if you I'm don't, testing, we're going to beat yeah. the heat. I'm going to trust Pittman on a 50-50 ball. I'm going to see if you can keep up with Alec Pierce on this back shoulder fade that I can throw or a deep route. And if you're going to back off in coverage, I'm going to run the ball down your throat and guess what? You can't stop my running game for four yeah. yards, and you can't stop my quarterback. So, so that's why because that's why I say I would go with with Zach on. PR. I just don't. I just don't want to take a deep shot too early as like being the one oh. of the first three plays he he made. No, first you know play I mean? of the game, I'm uncorking it, bro. I, I would say uh, like no. I, I, I want to see. Play, I wouldn't do first play, but oh, I'm, first I'm play. About, if, we're, if we're doing a I'm series, in that first series, yeah. So first play, I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing, doing the first play action pass. Over the top. No, I'm not doing. I'm not doing a first series because AR is one of those guys that needs to get into his rhythm. You got to get him comfortable first, man. Yeah, that's what, the way. what I want to see early is just a whole lot of option. I need them to respect his legs like early on in the game because then we can open things up well, for us. And he's I think. Get I think. That. No, no, you know but funny? that's what I'm saying. Do it early. We're, make them respect us early. And you I know what's what, funny? We're debate. We're debating on whether we should uncork it early because we want them to back Bro. off, right? Yeah, but then, yeah. but then half of us are saying the other two of us are saying, well, maybe we should run it to make them come forward. Because in no, no, my no, opinion, no, no. hold on, hold on. In my opinion, 
both with AR would work. Either works. Either works. Either yeah. way it works. It's doing the so same we're thing. We're in a good spot. Yeah. We're in a good spot. And that's why I think that's why I think like this offense is child's play, but at the same time, it's hard to defend it either way. Right. This is a Madden style. Well, like offense. If, I'm, if I'm Jacksonville, I'm saying, like, look, you guys couldn't pass the ball last year. Anthony Richardson obviously struggled with the completion percentage. I'm going to crash down on your offense until you force me to defend that passing game. Right. So I'm just that's why I'm thinking of yards. Yeah, no, I get you. I'm, that's why I'm saying, like, if I, if I, you know, if I run, run the ball, you know, give me a dive, then give me an RPO. We want to be at like three and two in our first drive. We get a first down. That next first down, just like Zach said, I'm unsplinking. And if you don't back off, it's not there. Throw it off. Throw it away. If it's not there, throw it away. But throw it away in a way that shows. Oh, that you better back off. Yeah, my next That's going to be on AR at that point. Yeah, don't don't throw it. Don't throw it seven yards out of bounds, right? Like <laughs> no. like half these quarterbacks. No, you you, no, you want that? that you want forty-five fifty-seven yards downfield out of bounds? My and they're like, yeah. hey, I'm coming. I'm coming. Hey, you, see, yeah. you see? Do you see DBs looking at their coach like, dude? I'm not that fast. We got to back up. We talk about this first. Go ahead, Zach. Do you think that Shane is anticipating all of this? And he says, I'm throwing it all out the window. We're throwing it just to completely mess with, with Jacksonville. And no, I think, no, I think, I think Shane, he's got a heavy I think, plan. Yeah, I think Shane's I think Shane Shane already has 24 well, plays picked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean you me, gotta think too, like there's a lot of pressure on Shane for like this is his, his this debut. Is his first game. We've we've talked ARARR. I mean, this is Shane's first game. If this right. was a guy like this, too, you know if this I mean? was a guy like Mike Tomlin as our head coach, yeah, sure. Mike Tomlin's probably launching it first play. He's gonna play my he's game. Would, man. I would. I'm literally my thing is hey, you're my ride or die AR. I don't care if you throw a pick on this, bro. We're corking it. All all goes, man. You want to know, all nine and, route. And, and then and then here's the thing, just too. Straight up on, on the opposite side of what uh, me and Trev just said, with it so, being Shane's first game, he could be saying, I ain't playing fucking games. Right. Yeah. Y'all thought that we were y'all thought we were just gonna be run team. That's now, what here I mean. you go. You now you gotta release us. I'm no, uncorking so, it because so, it's my squad. So and that, we're gonna just be hyper aggressive. To your point, I think you could be right with that because of the fact that Shane could do that. I think the point that Matt was making is is that <clears throat> what we've seen over the years typically of what right. young quarterbacks do is you rattle their confidence once they have turnovers. And so right. that's why Matt is saying, hey, I want this guy you know, to throw some deep balls, but I don't want his first play to be yeah, an interception to where he has to question himself on every throw for the rest of the game, which rookie quarterbacks do, no matter how right. confident they are. Sure. But then, but then to so, argue against me, AR's first series in preseason was an interception. It was like his second yeah, throw, exactly. and he came back and still played right. against first team defense and actually picked them apart the rest of the that's time. That's why so, I just asked: exactly. Do you think that he's just hyper aggressive and say, "Hey, they're going to force yeah. us to throw anyway, so hey, I'm going to dice them up." Just because to, I can, I would love it. To, I would love it to be completely honest. That'd be freaking great. To to that answer, do do I think we won four games last year? Right. So why not? <laughs> like Ballard said, like, everything is on the table, bro. All, we won. Yeah, we enough. won. We we won four games last year. I think hey. we could do it. We could come out with a triple option reverse pass for all I give a damn on the first play of the game. What do we have to lose? Bro, we won we could, four we games. Could, we could line up in a fake punt on the first play. Who, <laughs> who gives a damn? Knows, yeah, man. who cares? Who knows? So, like, Chuck Pagano's playbook. Don't be scared. 
So I literally just want, I don't care what it is. Nah, I just want to. When I hear just, Shane talk, I don't hear a sense of fear. I, I don't, really don't like, and yeah. I, I don't want to say it just because he's my coach. I can tell you now that Frank was like more repetitive with everything. Right. When I hear Shane talk, I hear somebody with confidence, with a yeah. demeanor, with 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 strategic Prepared. planning and pre preparation. Like I do not hear fear in this man. So that's why I'm saying I look forward to seeing how he coaches and carries himself on the sideline, just because I haven't seen a lick of fear or doubt. Right. From the moment look, he came into the building. I want to see them open it up. I want to see them say, hey, everything's on the table. If AR, if they give you this look, check. Yeah. Go for it. If you stole a pick, it don't matter. We don't care. We'll go out and get them next try. Yeah, we, we got them exactly where we want them. That's what I want. I literally want him to just game one, play one. Whole playbook's yours, bro. Check in, check so out, make it happen. What I, what I really want to see and what I think we'll have success doing is uh, I, I think what they're counting on is Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen just collapsing in on us, right, and crashing that quarterback like we've been talking about. Both of these guys are athletic. Neither one of them is quicker than they are, right? So what, I, what I'm thinking is fucking let them come, dude. Let them get in there. AR is going to leave, leave their ankles on the field, and then from that point, the play is wide open. So I think they're going to be aggressive in pursuit early, but I think AR is quicker than either of those guys. I think he's smarter. Uh, and our scheme is smarter than just see ball, get ball that they're going to send. Right. So I, I'm really, that's why I was saying, I want to see these options and these running uh, from AR early, because I think he's going to leave these guys looking foolish. And then from there, everything's open. What I'm really now they can't about, just crash on us. What I'm really worried about is that we're having this conversation and it's making me hyped up and ready for tomorrow. And then we have a fucking three and out. Now, now I'm starting to think we can win, bro. Then we have a fucking three and out and I'm well, like, fuck. Well, speaking we of it, stuck again. Speaking <laughs> of it, we're, we're almost at the two point. Um, you guys ready to predict this thing for week one? Yeah, we didn't get Damon's before he got out of here. I'll text him. We should have. We want to get into a prediction, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and, and get that going. I got, I got us got losing. Jacksonville twenty four All right, I, I yeah, I got Jacksonville, but I think it's a competitive game, and I think at some point we lead the game. I have them beating us twenty-seven to like twenty-three. I think our high-paid kicker gets a couple field goals in there. I'm gonna be the oddball. I'm gonna go ahead and pick us to win. I think there's too much unknown. Jacksonville has no idea how to play us. That think, that very well could be the case. I think Doug. Peterson, how do they prepare? I think Doug Peterson doesn't know what to prepare for. I think he said he said uh, Anthony Richardson is Cam Newton. I think this is I think this is Gus Bradley's third game against Trevor Lawrence, and I think with Shaq back, I'm going defensively, and I think we win 24-21. Yeah, so I almost wanted to say this in locks, but I just took it back because I didn't want to give it away too early. But I got the Jags uh, or the Colts winning. I got the Colts upsetting the Jags. Um, I had a trash talk group and somebody had mentioned something about it or whatever. And I'm just like, you know what? And as I started looking at the matchups and everything that we discussed today, I got the Colts winning in opening day. The Colts haven't lost to the Jags at home since 2017. I got us winning this game. Actually starting 1-0 for the first time in God knows how long. And the and Shane Steichen error. Dude, yeah, I, I think this is more of a – uh, interesting game that people are going to give credit for it because Christina's it, taking it, the again, like, they, they don't know how to prepare for us like matt said but also fucking 
I don't, the, the only reason I can't pick us is because of my concerns about the DBs and because Trevor Lawrence is really good at just taking what's open. And we saw last year his release was so much quicker than his rookie season. So that that's why I'm a little concerned that he's just going to like start piecing us up and just moving downfield pretty quickly, pretty efficiently. Uh, so that that's my concern there. But I, I think they don't have answers for us defensively because they don't know what we're coming with yet. Nobody does. We don't know. So... I think it's more of an interesting game than people are giving it credit for so far. I, I think it should be a, a real competitive matchup. Hey, kickoff is what? One, One Yeah. Yep. Yep. I will already be awake, ready to roll. Laundry done. I'm ready I'll for the game. Woo. I'll be at work watching the game. Oh, oh that sucks, bro. Oh, Fuck work. I'm, I'm on a four-day right now, baby. Seven, I'm going to be kicking seven back days. and watching. I got to get off here and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, y'all. I'm getting off here. Go Colts. Yes, I'll sir. see y'all next week. Week one, baby. We're All right, here. everybody. Everybody, see everybody. Appreciate everybody coming out. Hey, be prepared, Zach. If we win, overreaction Monday. We yeah, are overreaction. Going crazy. We're going Monday. crazy. It's gonna hey, happen. Hey, thank you everybody for listening, man. We always appreciate y'all. All right, everybody. Have a good night. See y'all tomorrow for kickoff. Go, go Colts. Colts. We finally here, baby. We're here. Let's go. No. He is gonna drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag.